program contains mature subject matter. Including maladjusted youth, masochistic hillbillies, and the excitement of the price is right. It may be deemed inappropriate for our younger viewers. Viewer discretion advised. I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey. <laughs> I'll give you a choice. Either put on these glasses or start eating that trash can. You maniacs! What is a man? When we are successful, we will be. We have a real chance at this. Nicholsby reporting live from a gruesome scene. A cult known as QET, or Quest for Eternal Truth, has apparently taken their own lives in a mass suicide. Police confirmed that cyanide-laced cherry Kool-Aid was also on the premises. Excuse me, hi, Rick Nicholsby, Channel 6. Hi, are you two from the neighborhood? Oh, yes. Yes. No. Yeah. yeah. Okay, were you two members of the cult that lived here? The cult? What cult? What? Was this a cult? cult? I had no idea no this was a cult. No way! Yeah, I would say the term cult is a little judgmental. I would say the same thing, yeah. Not knowing the full doctrine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, apparently they believed that there was a spaceship waiting for them behind the moon. Okay, well, you know, that, that Not, still is really possible. I mean, it's possible, right? I mean, Actually, who, who I mean, knows what is out there in the universe? Could be behind the moon. Okay, well, it appears they killed themselves in order to board the ship. Right, and that's where we disagreed with them right there. Or would have. We would have disagreed with them had we been there on, on our departure day. Their departure day. Their departure day, yep. which is the day to day did this. I mean, that's what you could call it if you wanted to, but I ain't in no cult. So, I mean, what, what I always wondered is how, or am starting to wonder since you brought this to our attention, mm -hmm. why, if there was a spaceship in the sky, yeah. why wouldn't it just beam us up? Beam them up. Right, just beam them up. Just beam them up. Why can't you just beam them up alive? Why you gotta be dead to get beamed up? You know what I'm saying? I've been saying that for weeks, for seconds, for seconds, Cause, because you, Rick, Nichols B, you told us that, uh, you know, and that's how I knew because seconds and 50 seconds ago, you said it. I, I didn't know anything about it until you had said it because I ain't in no cult. Okay, well, then why would someone join a cult? Charismatic leader. leadership, you know, like a compelling a, a person. Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. I mean, hypothetically, they could have had tacos on Tuesday, which would have been a draw. I mean, that would have been a plus. Okay, so this is a tragic day for this community and for the members of the Quest for Earthly Truth. I'm Rick Nicholsby, reporting. Whoa. You see? Yep. You see? Uh -huh. Everybody jump the gun! We're ready! Welcome to your one-stop shop all for all your cultish needs, and this is episode 72 of Behind the Schemes for, oh, I didn't even notice this, it's November 11, uh, November 22nd, 2021, and I am Booberry, Black Knight of the Mothman. That's right, and all the way, way the hell over here on the bereft coast where it is indeed 11222021, that is today's date, this is Lavish. And I am Quirk S., Ooh, we 
very, very happy to be here tonight (laughs) 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 with all of you guys and so glad to be with Larry. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, My pleasure to be with you guys. Thanks for the invite. The man who can introduce folds into smooth brains and get Stotsy members shaking in their boots. It's Larry Blydner (laughs) of That Larry Show and Planet Rage. Larry, (laughs) fucking Larry. Fucking Larry. Uh, People love that clip. (laughs) (laughs) Another great intro. When you guys are talking dates, I realize this is another very special date. It was on this day in 63 that uh, JFK got popped at uh, in oh, Dallas. My God. Oh my God. <laughs> A little known event in conspiracy circles, but yeah. if you do your research, you'll know about it. Yes. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. I didn't even make that connection. Double thought in our chats just pointed out the same thing. Look at there that. All right. Well, happy Patsy Day to everybody. <laughs> that was the money quote, wasn't it? In the history, by the way, is it okay if I say uh, bad words with you guys? Or because I, oh yes, I can we, re- we highly on. encourage. Bring it. all okay. your fire, Larry. All that of was, it. I mean, that was the fucking money quote. And in the history of the planet, you know, nobody ever said I was a patsy. They said you got the wrong guy. I don't know what you're talking about. You know, but nobody. I don't ever remember. I don't remember exactly. Nobody ever said I'm just a patsy. Never. It's utterly original. So. It's Wait, beautiful. Uh, should I quote George H. W. Bush, that lone deranged gunman? Ha 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 ha. Is that what he said? <laughs> it was something oh, along yeah. those lines. It was, really? Yeah. Well, they got the photos of him or what did, what did what did he? Why was he commenting on it? On it, uh, CIA George, Mister. Ooh. The youngest uh, director of the CA in history, George H.W. Bush? Yeah, that one. The one that was totally not in Dallas that same day. Uh, the, they don't have pictures of him standing in front of the depository? No. <laughs> wow. With his, uh, his hand cocked in his pocket just the way he did his whole life until the day he died, or until he was in a wheelchair anyway. Yeah. Ugh. Well, what was okay. in that pocket? left pocket, I think, was Bob Dole's left arm. That was it. <laughs> Both arms in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for pointing that out. It is indeed a special day. The the grandpappy of all conspiracies uh, of the modern era. <laughs> Got to be it. Yeah. I think I'm. I think I might have the clip here. Let's see if I can get it to load. It's from C-SPAN. Uh, hopefully this is it. <laughs> This is from uh, uh, President Ford's uh, funeral. Bush has given his eulogy. The story goes, Gerald Ford was a newly minted candidate for the United States House of Representatives in June of 1948. And he made plans with a reporter to visit the dairy farmers in Western Michigan's congressional district, first congressional district, fifth, sorry. It was pouring (laughs) rain that particular day. And neither the journalists nor the farmers had expected the upstart candidate to keep his appointment. Yet he showed up on time because he explained to the journalists, they milk cows every day, and besides that, I promised. Long before he arrived in Washington, Gerald Ford's word was good. During the three decades of public service that followed his arrival in our nation's capital, time and again, he would step forward and keep his promise even the dark clouds of political crisis gathered over America. 
After a deluded gunman assassinated President Kennedy. He laughs right there. He, he, he takes a second and he kind of chuckles to himself. President Did he do Kennedy the Bill Gates chuckle? Can I hear that again? Gathered over America. After a deluded gunman assassinated President Kennedy. He's, he, he can't she quite can hear the smile on his face. Yeah, there you go. You can mm. hear that smile. Yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, For I'll, me, I'll send oh, that over to you via No Agenda Social there, Larry. Check it out. <laughs> For me, the ultimate smoking gun of JFK is. Um, is uh, LBJ winking in the in Air Force One getting sworn in as under emergency, whatever, you know, when they when they did it right away, like in the first couple hours after it happened. Oh, yeah. And he's yeah. just like winking and shaking hands with people. It's, it's <laughs> nuts. It was a big club and JFK wasn't in it. Well, he, he was correct. until, you know. Until he wasn't. Yeah. Until he left. <laughs> yeah. He had an abrupt departure. <laughs> he, he sure did. Wow. Well, you know, I was never um, to, uh, you know, I mean, I was curious as anybody else would have been about the whole thing. And then I was in, found myself in Dallas once on a business trip. And I thought, well, shit, I've got to get my Hertz car here and drive Dealey Plaza and see what it's, you know, see what it's like. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, by that time I'd, I'd been doing a, I'd done a lot of shooting, you know, a lot. <clears throat> I remember driving that route and looking up at that window and thinking, what, what the fuck? I mean, only Jesus could make that shot. Are you kidding me? It was, it was Jesus, insane. Jesus, the greatest It was, it was absolutely ludicrous. And he popped him, what, three times? I mean, get the fuck yeah, out of here. At least yeah, twice. I'm sorry. Yeah. Within yeah. a period of like 10 okay. seconds. He just oh, popped I think it was. I think it was like less. I think it was like five seconds. Five it was seconds. insane. It was With ludicrous. With action. It was, yeah. it was dumb. The hunk of shit that it was falling apart. The screws are falling out of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just there not too long ago. I want to say 2018, I was on tour through Dallas. I've been to Dallas a handful of times, but this is my first chance to go check out uh, the uh, sixth floor book depository. And they've got the whole section where the window's at plexiglassed off. You can't even get, you know, 15 feet uh, is, is about where the cutoff is. Right. Uh, and the rest of it's you know blocked off, inaccessible, so you can't actually look out the window to uh, yeah. to th- discourage copycat assassins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we don't want to encourage conspiracy theories yeah. and right wing uh, <laughs> bullshit yeah. or conspiracy fact. There you go. That's a good term. I like that. It's <laughs> true. Conspiracy fact. It's true. Yes. It is true. One thing we do like to encourage on this show, however, is tarot cards. And we do have our card drawn from the Line Strider to, uh, deck tonight. And I think that this is a most apropos card for our guest here. Uh, we have drawn none other than the King of Swords. Oh, nice. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, I'll put a I link. I know it. <laughs> I'll, I'll hit you with some keywords here, real quick. Okay. Confidence, power, truth. What is it? Truth lives at that Larry show. I want to say. True. Yes, it does. Uh, inside integrity, legal matters, actions, ideas, strength, honor, harshness, judgment, and wow, disassociative identity disorder. <laughs> <laughs> now you're talking. <laughs> it's a complex. Now you get it right. Wow. Let us now focus on that. No, no, that's it. You want truth? There it is. 
<laughs> Delusional. <laughs> the, the King of Swords Line Strider Tarot is an incredibly intelligent, honest, and a powerful ally. He believes in order, system, and the value of following the rules. He is often a boss, employer, podcaster, mentor, or public figure. I added that podcaster part. He has a lot of strength, <laughs> intellect, good judgment, and a tactical mind. However, he can also be very cold, harsh, and rigid. All true. And this is a... especially, especially that rigid and hard part. Yes. Okay, sometimes I mean? it's required. Yes. Well, I mean, steel, man, steel is strong, but steel is cold. Steel. steel Conan's can... daddy told him, "Trust only steel." So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Clean, sharp, and reliable. Oh my God! Wow. Well, this is a this is a really fantastic card. It's great art. It's a, it features a, a profile shot of the King of Swords. Uh, it's very crystal-like. You can actually check this card out if you'd like to see it in our show notes. They're posted at zososcorner.substack.com, and that is Z-O-S-O-S corner.substack.com. You can check that card out there. We also got stuff like show notes, uh, videos that we play, the clips and when whatnot, um, the episode art for tonight's episode. That's all posted there for, for your Music and pleasure. the intermission, all uh, that stuff. Yes. Nice, nice. That is true. Nice. We give musicians credit where it's due. All the music that you'll find here is uh, is usually just open um, open stuff you know, right. that people right. just let you use uh, with cool. the free artistic like license. Creative Commons. Mm-hmm. There you go. Exactly. <clears throat> yes. Very nice. But they are real uh, bands, though, and you can find them uh, yeah. on all the big platforms. So, t- so I'm a little curious about the you know the the tarot thing. So you guys are all you know mm-hmm. sort of. Um, dabbling i'm dabbling, dabbling. <laughs> yes yeah we're okay. dabblers so i don't know mm-hmm. much about about tarot other than i remember reading um i had to buy a, a tarot deck for something for a shoot i was doing once and it was pretty cool looking very elaborate thing mm-hmm. you know as they are and uh, i got curious and i don't i don't know whether it was written on the deck itself or i found it somewhere else online when i did a little research but <clears throat> this fascinating story of some guy who was kind of a con artist and he got this woman who was obviously a fabulous artist to draw her you know her versions of all these cards i guess of which there are many different you know iterations Mm. and um and it became i sort of like the standard like most gypsy readers or whatever in tarot this is the one it's like the it's like the bicycle you know or a a card deck it's i guess it's the one Mm -hmm. and he (laughs) proceeded He proceeded to screw her out of any royalties or any participation in all these fabulous profits. And I thought, well, that that didn't work so good for her. She'd she'd had a made a better deal up front, you know. Maybe but, she uh, should have uh, drawn a spread from her own cards and gotten the loot. Maybe that, that was it. Maybe that was yeah. that was her failing. <laughs> yeah, you the trouble. Well, that is a sad story. Is that the Rider Waite story? Do you know Do you know Booberry? If that's the story behind the Rider Waite. I'm uh, looking right now, uh, the artist for the Rider Waite, which is the sort of de facto traditional deck, is uh, her name was Pamela Coleman-Smith, the artist behind the Rider Waite tarot. Okay. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We, we've got, uh, we do draw on that, and then in the chat room that we have, we also have the 4chan Pepe the Frog version of the Rider Waite, <laughs> um, yeah. which is in GIF form, so... Okay. Uh, if you draw on the chat, you'll find most of the cards. Uh, all the minor arcana up to seven, and all the mi- the major arcana, minor arcana, and major arcana. We find 
It's good, Jeff. Just kidding. Yeah, it's not Jeff. It's Gif. It's Jeff. I, I'm on the Gif side. I'm with you, Corkness. Gif. <laughs> Gif. Right? Yeah. Yes. Because it's yeah. it's graphical. It's graphical interface, right? It's so how graphical. would you get a soft mm-hmm. G out of the word graphical? Yeah. Right. That's I would right. think. Unless That's it's a fine butter. point. That's one to end the argument every time. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it, yeah. If it was giraffe interface, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Gigolo <Jiggle>. interface. <laughs> yeah, I like that better. <laughs> the David Lee Roth version, yes. Just oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> a gift that can make that can hit two notes at the same time. That's what I respect about David Lee Roth. When he hits those high falsetto notes, it sounds like he like forks his It does. His You're right. Thing. You know, he's like harmonizing yeah. with himself. Yeah. <laughs> it's very disturbing. Yeah, he had a lot of energy. Put a lot of energy to that party. He did now? Yeah, they, they were partiers. It really bummed me out when uh, when Eddie went. It was oh, very I was unexpected. Totally yeah, yeah. Well, I'd heard he'd been sick for years, and uh, you know, I knew people that would see him around town. You know, like in Seven Eleven, and you did you know, I saw Eddie Man today. He looked like shit. You know, mm. so he he'd been slugging it out with that for a long time. Mm. Yeah, it was, it was sad. Yeah. That's right. Yep. That's one of the benefits of living in L.A. You get to... <laughs> Sooner or later, you bump in everybody, you know, alive yeah. or dead. That's for sure. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. You seem to have a great attitude. I really liked what he put forth and the energy. He did. He absolutely did. Yes. Such yeah. a such a trailblazer. He had to spend his days, early days in yeah. Van Halen playing with his back to the crowd. So... <sighs> The audience couldn't see the way he was tapping on the fretboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine, imagine the arrogance. <laughs> yeah, but he was a, he was a passionate performer. That's what really came across. That's what really communicated. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's what ultimately makes a difference. That with the talent, you know. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. But uh, to kind of wrap on the, the tarot side of stuff, if you uh, actually let me hit you all with this quote here real quick. I, I kind of found it here mm-hmm. uh, scanning here at the end. Uh, this is a message from the King of Swords. He is a man of wisdom who can absorb and work with all kinds of information. A master of reason and logic, he analyzes any problem with ease. He can come up with solutions quickly and explain them transparently to others. In a chaotic situation, he solves problems and clears things up. He is eloquent and has a sharp mind. He is always honest and is expected to handle any situation fairly and admirably. That's a hard that is some bullshit. Admiral. <laughs> Admiral. I have to take off my socks to count to 11, first of all. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You got 11 toes? <laughs> nice. Well, Why am I not? I, I don't know, let me check and count. I'm not sure. <laughs> I forget shit. Why am I not surprised that you know how to take it to 11 every time? Duh. <laughs> <laughs> If you would like to see this card, like we said, the that picture is posted in our show notes. You can find that link in our show or in our chat room at badradio.live. Click on that listen live tab and you can pop into our green room. We got all sorts of great freaks of hazards there. Our bot gal hangs out there all the time. She's the hottest bot in the No Agenda Nation. So hot. She'll draw tarot cards for you, she'll roll dice for you. You can ask her uh, basic questions and she'll answer them to her, the best of her ability. And that is all set up and managed by Servo. 
which is one mm-hmm. of our freaks of hazards, and he, he's always hanging around and doing work on her, and to which we want to say thank you, Servo, for making such a sexy bot. Ugh. Yeah, thanks, Servo, he's... you sexy man. And don't forget, the love is lit. Is it .com or .net? Yes, that is working. .com. .com. Love is lit. .com. <laughs> it's a coin toss, but it, it could work, so check it out. And uh, <laughs> We are a value for value production, which means we don't have any ads. We don't have any corporate sponsors. We uh, are supported purely by producers, producers who choose to produce the show. Uh, and that is how we get to say whatever we want. Whatever the hell we want, whatever the fuck we want, it's it's over, baby. We won, so job. Anytime, lost. all the time. Look at me, look at me. I am the public radio now. <laughs> look at me. Uh, we, we do have a couple of freaks of hazards I'd like to shout out. Uh, we have two monthly donators coming in. First and foremost, uh, Larry, you're familiar with this sexy fine gentleman, and his name. <laughs> Is John Fletcher of Hog Story fame? I sure what? am a fabulous sir seat sitter. You betcha. Yes. Mm. Well, that... <laughs> thank you, John Fletcher. Thank you, sir. Sir seat sitter. Thank you. Uh, but he came in with his monthly donation of five fifty-five. Yes, and yes. we also had uh, Tunta coming through. He's got his donation set up for three thirty-three. Awesome. Oh, thank you. Mr. Nice. Junta. Junta. Thank, right. you, thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you for your contributions. We appreciate it. And I I, yes, I just want to take a second to thank an artist that just started re- uh, recently listening to the show. I was a huge fan of the work that he was doing for OBDM. And uh, this artist's name is Bags, and I commissioned a piece of art from him. I, I sent him a copy of the cover of Kiss Destroyer and gave him a list of characters that would be cool to throw on there. And within a day and a half, he turned out this amazing piece of art. Um, it, it's uh, it's a lizard man. It's it's, it's uh, vamp. Uh, Vampirella. It's it's a pyramid head dresses oh, Ace Freely. That. I love that art, especially that Vampirella. It is beautiful. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, that Vampirella is wonderful. Yes. Well done. Bags yes. really brought it. And don't forget to mention the Cthulhu character. Oh, yes. The Cthulhu. Was yes. phenomenal. My very favorite. Oh, yes. I, I specifically Thank asked, you, Bags. Specifically asked for a Cthulhu. Cthulhu, yes. <laughs> and he knocked it out of the park. It looks fantastic. Yeah, Thank that was you. some sexy art. I'll have That's to- That'll be around forever. I'll have to circle back and find his IG and uh, get it posted in the notes. And you should go check it out and see all the other art that he does for um, for for these other shows. He's he's done Sir Sir Seat Sitter's show, Abs in a Six Pack. He did some uh, mm-hmm. uh, some Dale. Oh art. wait, I get the wrong. I'm sorry, I conflated Sir Seat for a little Seat Sitter with Fletch. My mistake. Sorry about that. I do that all the time. Yeah, it's all right. So do I. We're we're kind of like the the uh, what is it? Gwyff and I always make the joke about it's like we're um, prepackaged Power Ranger action figures. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very hard to keep the pseudonyms you know lined up with the the names of people. I really, I swear to God, I think Curry Dvorak, uh, Darren, and myself are the only guys on the internet using their own names. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's Sir Spencer. You, you guys Spencer, are psychos, yeah. man. I don't know how you why you do it. It's it's I like to it's crazy to talk. I keep that sword my my hand. <laughs> you want people to know exactly who the fuck 
Yeah. Selling them what? Yeah. <laughs> There's power in being real. Oh, and Bem Rose. Is there? Bringing, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think so. Oh, yeah. we also had yeah. a we had a last minute donation come in from, and this is a repeat producer. He's been on the show. You can check out his show at doublethoughtdimensions.com. It's Derek from Double Thought Dimensions, and he sent in three thirty three. Sweet. Thank you, Derek. Yes, that makes a trifecta of contributions tonight. Thank you. There you go. Sweet. Hell we got yeah. one, one, two, two, three, three, three going through. Nice. And this, uh, like Lavish said, is oh my god, and the donations total together is twelve twenty one. We like numbers here. It's we do, yeah. Maybe we go a little over the board, but still, the numbers do play out, and they're there. Yeah, so you might as well laugh at them. But uh, like Lavish said, this is a value for value production, meaning we don't take any. Uh, commercial money, none of that nonsense. Instead, we're fully and totally and happily listener-produced, listener-driven, and we put it all out there for free. So head over to BehindTheSchemesSCH3M3S.com and uh, reach out and touch us. Uh, You know, hit us up with some art. Reach out and touch us. Throw some money. Yeah. Oh, and uh, uh, what, what is it? I always fuck this one up, but it's new podcast apps.com not podcasting new podcast apps.com find yourself one of those new fancy apps that they're uh that they're building and they're uh, building them all the time these fancy apps yeah um you know maybe find one if you want to get into uh streaming some satoshis to this show or shows like uh rare encounter soon to come but Ablecraft or bowl after bowl um bowl after bowl I think uh, Planet Rage is another value-enabled show, if I'm not mistaken. That is, that is correct, and you know, Darren's he he does all the heavy lifting on that because I'm I'm a borderline luddite. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's he's got the, the Bitcoin clicks and everything, yeah, QR codes, everything. <laughs> but you're in such high demand. How many shows are you doing these days? Two, three? Um, I'm only doing um, my own and um, and Planet, Planet Rage. Rage. So two, uh, you're doing two shows, but you're doing them weekly, though. Yes, yes. But then, I mean, I feel like just a lump of shit compared to, like, what? how many shows does Adam do? He's got his twice a week, then MoFax, then, oh, my God. Come on, he invented it. What is he sleeping? (laughs) True. (laughs) He can't fucking hold, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe Adam should just leave a mic running while he sleeps and <laughs> now you're t- that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, they come yeah. every once in a while. Yeah. People yeah. would pay for that. There's no they doubt. Would. They would. Tune in. Hey, if it were free, people would tune in. Nice. Well, I got a collection here of silly sound effects and ISOs that uh that we'll we'll close out this segment with. Boost me! Oh yes, boost me! Boost me, bitch! <laughs> Do a commercial. You're off the artistic roll call. Every word you say is suspect. You're a corporate whore. And uh, end of story. We told you who was behind the schemes, but you'll never know who's behind the screens. Call our creep phone now and leave a screen mail. We'll play it on the show. Six one two two six three sexy. Six one two two six three S X X Y. That's six one two two six three seven nine nine nine. Gotta have those sexy numbers in there. Lavish, what's that phone number? That is six one two two six three seven nine nine nine. 
Give us a call. You can scream. You can ask our good friend Larry a question. If you have a question for Larry, this is your opportunity. We will play it on the air. We don't screen. We don't check <laughs> shit. Just play That's it. Risky. Hey, who was the guy that said your corporate whore's end of story? His voice was so familiar. Oh, that's uh, Hicks. That's none Hicks. other than Bill Hicks, yeah. I thought it was Hicks. The legendary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Great delivery. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think He's that's a master. I think that's from his orange drink gag. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. uh, but, and who's the guy at the top? That sounds, he's got the British accent, and he's like the you got no fucking neck guy from uh, from Rocky Horror. Oh, Where's that's, that? uh, yeah, that is the dude from. Uh, is I, that him? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Not everyone, so. not everyone calls that one out. Okay. <laughs> I would like, if I may, you may. <laughs> oh, the narrator. Yeah. Yes. To take yeah. you on a strange, how strange. <laughs> yeah. So strange they made also... a movie about it. He was Felix Leiter in uh, You Only Live Twice. He had quite a career, that guy. Yeah, he was in yeah. Bond films, yeah. He was yeah. He was in the Roger Moore era. Yeah, always with the cigarette holder clenched between his teeth. Very British. He was good. Yeah. He was very I love Roger Moore era Bond. <laughs> yeah, fun stuff. Those have the Not worst true. one-liners. The worst. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's when but I... the thing about Roger and Sean and even Pierce, those guys, when they did it, they looked like they were having fun, right? Mm-hmm. Daniel Craig, he always looked like he's kind of pissed off to be there. He's always tortured. Yeah, yeah going through you know, the ringer. Fuck man. up, you know. You're a secret agent. <laughs> you know, come on, <laughs> right? Yeah, he does that. Have he does have that affect about him? Yeah, that look of very stern look to him. Exactly when he's not smiling. Right. Yeah, I was, I was always not always a, necessary. Always a no. Connery guy. I never. I don't, I don't even think I've seen all the Daniel Craig ones. I haven't. No, Connery was he was the Bond. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, I'd say that's an apt uh, uh, observation to make that the world has just generally gotten less fun. <laughs> God, you're so right. Oh, you're so right. Yes, yes, and that's yeah. from the cultural Marxists. It's their fault. Yes, very true. Every, yeah, everything has to have a cause. Nothing's just for the fuck of it anymore. You know, it has to have some moral mm. underpinnings, and who cares about that? Yeah. Morality. What's <laughs> just a trend. Exactly. Oh, just a trend. Where we're right. going, we don't need morality. No, no we don't. <laughs> uh, what we do need, though, is some voicemails. Oh, and I'd like to great. hit y'all with a couple here. Because we, oh I mean, as soon as I logged in, we were we, we were stacked up, which oh is boy. very, very, very exciting. And here's our first one for tonight. Yeah, this is uh, the desk of Peter Tracks. Leave a message. <laughs> <laughs> He's on that horse paste. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I bet that fool drinks horse water too. <laughs> That voicemail was not medical advice, just so everyone knows. Mm. Okay. For the record, it has not been reviewed by the FDA. But it thank is goodness for that, the Federal Death Administration. Oh, ooh, <laughs> good one. I like that. Yeah. Uh, That's true. Thank you. And uh, he actually left a follow-up. Ooh. The best part of waking up is not giving up. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you 
That's good, man. That's classic. I might have to steal that. (laughs) I am going to sing that every single day when I wake up. It will be my daily mantra. Thank you. (laughs) I might make that the ringtone on my phone. That's really good. (laughs) Thank you, caller. I'll download that one for sure. The screen mails are lit tonight. I knew they would be for Larry, but damn. (laughs) Awesome. Well, if if, uh, any listeners out out there want to get in on that action again that phone number is 612-263-SXXY call in let's have let's have a good time yeah i think that's all of our business i think we we've we've covered all of the housekeeping oh wow. yeah yeah that's very smooth oh, you, you try yeah, yeah. No, some butter. people some people suck at that. It's like you know some mm-hmm. people do that. And it's like having to listen an, an NPR drive or something. Like oh please, <laughs> um, <laughs> drown me in the toilet, you know. But you did that very seamlessly and smooth and it's kind of organic. Well done. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. High praise. High praise. Well, we are a high concept show, no doubt. Yes. <laughs> you ever listen to podcasters do ads? I think that there's just something so discomforting when they. You're right. Play. There's something very odd about it. It's yeah. It seems forced and contrived, honestly, to me, depending and on how is. they do it. But yeah, typically. Yeah. I've I've been I've been a guest on uh, Carl's WATP show a few times, and uh, that's something that always comes up with his uh, with those. And we, and, you know, of course, his job is to ferret out the you know shittiest podcasts in the world, which among four million gives a quite it's quite a selection. Sure. And. Um, the first one we did was uh, was um, Paris Hilton, and he would not yeah Perez Hilton Perez Hilton Perez, okay Perez, <laughs> Paris Perez the, the guy and and he would he would you know he he's his is sponsored by whoever the fuck it is I don't know and he would have to shoehorn in these ads from he'd be, he'd be you know in the middle of a of a of a of a thought like yeah you know I was on Hollywood Boulevard and I was driving down the street and. I made a left turn and then you hear, <laughs> this is Perez Hilton for, uh, you know, Big Mac Cosmetics. And it was like, what the fuck? He yeah, just, yeah, we just yeah. out of nowhere, yeah. <laughs> out of nowhere, <laughs> his ass would come in. It was really bizarre. Yeah. Yes. And it's, uh, yeah, it's dirty. Something dirty about it. So who did you no, sell your no, soul to? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. There was no attempt to segue or make it at all. It's just boom. Here's this thing in the middle of you know this UFO just landed on your knees. So, yeah. I'm sorry. So I interrupted you. Oh no, no, I did. Uh, it was a very identifiable uh, in some respect, but that's that was what it feels like. Like yeah. what? What? What shit did you just dump? And why? Why mm-hmm. do you want to make it so obvious how you're selling your soul? Could you at least pretend that you have one that you don't want to sell it? Yeah. Just some conglomerate commie fucks. <laughs> CCFs, yeah, conglomerate commie fucks. Yeah. God yes. damn it! Another three-letter to worry about. Nothing fills me up like alphabet soup in the morning. Where <laughs> <laughs> empties me? Oh lordy. <laughs> Well, uh, Lavish Corcus, should we roll some die to see maybe who uh, oh. goes first with um, their sets of clips tonight? Yeah, sure. I'm thinking, Let's do uh, it. I'm thinking we... highest wins on a six-sided oh, die. Boy. Let me see if I can remember. Highest on a six. Uh, you got it. D, D1. Wait, help Just me out. Just your standard <laughs> traditional Sorry. cube. D1. Oh, let's see. 
is a What sided six. die should I go with? Uh, help six. me, help me, help me. Uh, six. 1d6. So, exclamation point, roll 1d6. Thank yeah. you. That's it. I'll get oh, it eventually, oh, I, I promise. You got a four. I got a four. You got a four? Oh, not the fours again. I got a one. But oh. you got the fours again. That is not a coincidence. <laughs> All right, Lavish, you ready? All right, sudden death. Here we go. Uh-oh. Three. Six. Take it away, Six. Mr. Blueberry. Uh, so, Lavish, uh, sorry, uh, Larry, I was spurred and moved by uh, a, a more recent episode that you did on cults. <clears throat> of all things, um, yes. I I've always been sort of a admirer is not the right word, but they've always fascinated me with the ways that they've been able to entrap and ensnare people, and mm-hmm. and and tear down their psyche and build up something back into that meat bag's place uh, that right. looks nothing like the person that was there before, mm-hmm. and. I will admit that I I think to a big degree a lot of us uh you know are in okay so I mean this in the best of ways but I think it was Joe Rogan that even said it uh no agenda sounds like it's a little culty um but you know what I find it to be a very comfortable place and there's no, at no point do I ever feel like I can't leave uh right. So, you know, I, I do appreciate that. Uh, and there's actually a musical I'm kind of working on, and uh, it takes place in the United Cults of America. Um, oh, I like that. But uh, I actually found uh, it's an interesting video. I've got a series of clips. We'll try and, and go through them quickly, and I thought it might be fun to maybe point out uh, various... Um, well, I mean, I don't want to make this like a... <laughs> Just like a communist bashing episode, but no, no, let's make it a communist. Oh, bashing okay. Episode. I'm always good at that. <laughs> you convinced <Yeah>. me. <laughs> Never works. Bang let's on. Set fire to their fucking heads. <laughs> that I would like to see. I would pay to see that. But uh, you know, this video breaks down how mind control can be utilized on people, and uh, right. this video was uh, how to start a cult. Here's the intro. <laughs> Don't you want devoted followers who leave their families for you, give their money to you, give their bodies to you, give up their lives for you, consider you God, and will kill for you? I love you. Don't you want to become a cult leader? Since the death of God, there's been a vacancy open. You could fill that void. Here's how. So, I will say maybe in this instance, let's subs- substitute the let's substitute God for the state and for the sake mm-hmm. of this argument, because uh, you know it just feels like the government sometimes wants to be God. Oh yeah. Hmm. Uh, this next clip breaks down the ways that you should structure your cults and the. <laughs> It's kind of like an onion. There's so many layers, you can never separate them all. You just got to keep digging deeper and deeper into stinky material that just makes you want to cry sometimes. But um, here's clip number two. Structure your cult like an onion with the most benign and helpful features on the outside and the most controlling, kooky, and evil parts at the secret inner core. Use deception. Don't tell them who you really are. Lie. 
leave out important information or distort information. Are you trying to recruit me? No, I'm just trying to share something meaningful with you. Establish front groups. We're a Bible study group. We're a management course. We're a meditation center. We're a world peace organization. We're a personal development center. We're a drug rehab center. Promise to fulfill their dreams. Don't you want a world of unconditional love and brotherhood? We have the secrets to self-improvement. You can join us and be special. Join our elite mission to save the world. We can teach you special powers. Personal power. Psychic power. Past life connection. Telekinesis. Uh, someone else that they should have included in that group was Act Blue. That is creepy. Mm-hmm. That that was that's awesome. Who did that? That's really well done. Uh, this actually, I did have the name. It was uh, Casey Bards, maybe. Uh, I can excellent. I can. Uh, I'll actually get that. That's uh, okay. I'm just curious. I mean, that's really that guy's hitting. You know, just about every ticking every box. It's very mm-hmm. very well done. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you like that, I think you'll really appreciate his love bomb for clip number three. and get them to feel obliged to give you something in return well we gave you that free dinner the least you could do is come to our weekend intensive you can tell them time is running out and that they must make their decision now or it will be too late don't give them time to think diminish doubting commiseration by separating your new recruits from each other surround them with happy true believers so when in doubt they will tend to do what everyone around them is doing and believe that is normal Start with a prolonged period of love bombing. Surround them with unconditional love and attention. Your cult family should act friendly and interested. Get information and hone their weak spots. Tell us about yourself. Take this personality test. And then use this information to manipulate them. Gradually over time, you'll begin to shape the recruit's behavior by granting or withholding this love and attention. After they've bonded, slowly start making your demands upon them. The message being, Nothing in this world has value unless it relates to the leader or the ultimate purpose. Or the state. Control their behavior. Come live with us. Wear these clothes. Eat this food. All you need is two hours sleep. Prescribe a rigid schedule. And uh, this uh, filmmaker's wow. name was Carrie Burt, a uh, filmmaker and musician based in New York City. How old is that clip? Uh, 1999. Wow. Oh, he nailed it. Really good. He really did. He really did. Even the amazing. music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. right to the core, I just feel like they knew what they were doing with the repetitive sounds yes. there and the, the tones. Absolutely. Yeah. It's very machine man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. I've uh, I've been tried a couple of women tried to induct me into their cults at one time. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was like two Not chicks warring warring for my eternal soul. And what I wanted them to do was fight over my body, but they really just wanted my my money and my Your time. Your soul. <laughs> yeah, but it was pretty pretty crazy. I, there was another time I remember I got, this guy was great, man. I worked with in New York long time ago, and and there, you know New York. There was never a time in New York where there weren't like battling cults. On the streets of Manhattan, really. There totally. was a time when, when you couldn't walk uh, 35 feet and not be accosted by either a Hare Krishna, right? Mm-hmm. Saffron robes and the, 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 the man buns. Or um, um, the other, at the time it was the Moonies, which was a South Korean sort of quasi-Christian cult. 
ran, run by the Revenant Sung Myung Moon. His claim to fame was he married, I think, 19,000 people in Madison Square Garden one evening. Group, uh, it's a pretty big group wedding. So uh, it's massive, massive. So they're always, you know, what, what they're always looking for money, you know. And this guy, we're, we were headed out for lunch somewhere, and I think it was Mooney uh, approached us and said, "Oh, can I tell you about the Unification Church and blah blah blah." And my friend, this guy Wildman named Warren, he goes, uh, "What? You don't have to tell me anything. I want to make a donation." And they're like, well, their eyes get very wide." And he really, and he says, "Yes, I do. I want to donate ten thousand dollars right now." And they're like, oh, my God. You can see they're almost falling over sideways. <laughs> I want to donate $10,000 to the defense fund for the man who assassinates your fucking leader. <laughs> <laughs> and they all fall down. <laughs> and they all went away very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Are you oh, sure perfect. you want to make a donation, sir? That, my friends, is yeah. a Polaroid moment. Yes, it was. Uh, Never a dull moment. Wish in Manhattan. I'd said that. But what's that? <laughs> never a dull moment in Manhattan. No, never. That's true. It's never boring. Yeah. Mad Hatter. Yeah. Hmm? Dangerous, depressing, but never, never boring. Well, there is uh, there there is one thing definitively standing. In the way, when it comes to ascending to a new level, when you join <laughs> your 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 brand new cult family, and of mm-hmm. course that is the self, which we yes have to kill. Yes. And here's clip number four. If you can restrict their eating habits to low protein food, control their thoughts. Our ideology answers all questions to all problems. Let our doctrine think for you. Control their emotions. Induce guilt. The United States dropped the atomic bomb on Hiroshima. People are dying of starvation. People are dying of starvation. You are not living up to your potential. You are not living up to your potential. You cheated on that test. And fear. The enemy will electroshock you, torture you, kill you, or carry you off to hell. Control information. Keep them from knowing all the workings of the cult. Block out any information which is critical of the group. Encourage members to spy and report on one another. Separate the recruit from himself by attacking the self and inducing a mental breakdown disguised as a spiritual awakening. When they start to freak out, have side effects, or hallucinate, tell them they are flushing out the bad stuff inside. When I was meditating, I felt an infinite emptiness. It was utterly terrifying. No, this is good. You're transforming. Do it more. You are reaching God. You are being reborn. You are becoming one with a universe. One with our family. Make them paranoid about their own bodies or thought processes. You're battling your sinful nature. Your body is detoxified. Just do Tell them that there is a part of their mind they must eliminate in order to find happiness. You must eliminate the toxic mind. Your ego. Your ego is the source of all your problems. I don't know who I am anymore. Good. Now you're free. 
In fact, there was no you there to begin with. There is no you there to begin with. <laughs> that is gold, man. I just love that. Holy shit. Wow. I wanted that music going in the background of my life sometimes. It is. It's melodious. And that should be playing over, you know, when, when Adam Curry is sleeping, and that's what should play. <laughs> yes. Or when you're in the deepest drudges of a commute. Yeah. Yeah. The deepest, the trenches. The yes. Wow. That that's just brilliant. That, that really, I'm I'm just blown sideways, man. That was so good. It was so well done. I mm. will say for uh, for clarity's sake, I did trim out quite a bit of the music. Uh, okay. There is Thank a uh, just because you know it's like okay, 15 seconds of the same riff. Because <laughs> so, yeah. they're doing uh, visuals and stuff. Yeah. You, you skip around. Yeah. I mean the see, video. The video is really something to <laughs> to see. Yeah. I mean like I I I was really I, I was really confused. I couldn't tell if this video was being serious or if it was being facetious or sarcastic. Mm. But it, I, I it think looks like it's filmed on 35 millimeter in six, the 60s. 16 millimeter okay. film. Or 16, 16 millimeter. <laughs> okay, it's got that grain. It, it looks like shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm all for. <laughs> yeah. I find them, it's just endlessly amusing. I mean, I've done a bunch of shows about cults, you know, go way, way, way back. And because um, I just, I find them so funny. They really are. If you think about it, I mean, the funniest of all to me, I, I just couldn't stop laughing, was the Hale Bop guys back mm. in the oh, early yeah. 90s. Is that... You know, you want to, right? I think it was Heaven's Gate, no? Yeah, it was Heaven's Gate. Heaven's so, Gate, I mean, yeah. not just, you know, set aside yourself, cut off your balls. First thing is to cut your <laughs> balls off, then you can be free. And, you know, like 38 of them did it. It was like, really? Um, yeah, just amazing. Yeah. The 90s was the golden age away. for cults. Uh, you had uh, uh, the what's the the guy in Oregon, the Indian guy. He had all kinds of stuff. That was great. Oh, the Bhagwan up in Oregon. Bhagwan. He had he had, he had uh, I think 102 Rolls Royces. They bought mm-hmm. him. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember his, his whole thing was that they were extravagant. You know, yes. we're going to be the rich. We're telling you what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think the biggest cult ever to hit this country is the one right now. Yeah. Um, as a yes. cult. I really, I really believe that. I mean, for some people, you know, of course, it makes sense for them to get it. But the ones that are, you know, screaming for mandates and you, you must, it's, it's like the, the Freaks movie, One of Us, One of Us. I mean, God. <laughs> whoa, whoa. There's never been anything like that in the history of this nation, ever. Well, the closest thing probably would have been Prohibition, which wasn't far off. Mm. You know, that was mm. pretty close to those assholes. Yeah. Poison. Yeah, we don't like to drink, so you can't that. either. Huh? Yeah. And like the poisoning of the liquor and shit like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that really a mass hysteria. That really spurred on so much uh, progress and movement that people were coming together just to change the very nature of legislation. So mm-hmm. it just goes to show that you can only oppress and suppress and really tyrannically dictate people before they finally push back, yeah. which is what we should always do. Yes. Think but they succeeded mm-hmm. in fucking up the country for that, that law was in effect for 11 years, you know, and it cost a lot of lives and a lot of misery. Yeah. And, um, and it was a very small, it, it typically, you know, it's, it's never uh, a plurality. It was a very small group of assholes that were relentlessly loud and pushing, manipulative, and they finally got their way. You know, mm. so 
That's all government really is, is uh, bullies with weapons, with uh, that, yeah, military weaponry. Yeah. Just heavy artillery-fueled assholes yeah. and uh, massive droves of sociopathic... <laughs> Oh, Quarkus, um, oh, so. don't you know that you'll need F-15s and nukes to take and on the nukes. federal government? Yes. <laughs> Naturally, yes. let me get on that right away. I've got a stockpile yes. down in the cellar. Yeah. Allegedly. As we know, those, those Afghan dudes, they needed F-15s and nukes to kick our asses for 20 years over there, didn't they? Yes, they did. Oh, yeah. So the uh, Vietnamese and the Vietnamese, yeah. yeah, yeah, they had lots of nukes and F-15s. Oh yeah. man, Larry, I have a question for you. Yes. And so uh, you may have covered this in one of your shows. Forgive me if you have. Have you ever come across something so overtly creepy and um, which genuinely terrified you in your research on cults that you? maybe backed down from mentioning it. And uh, I don't I don't mean to ask you a question which puts you on the spot, but I'm kind of putting you on the spot on that one because I am genuinely curious. No, not at all. I don't feel on the spot okay. the least. And um, I okay. mean, I've, I've you know, certainly, um, you know, read up in some very bizarre stuff. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, you know, I shouldn't, what I should say is this, the, the cults that I, the, the cults that I enjoy that I that I like to investigate and and uh, and mock are mm-hmm. the ones that take care that uh, take advantage rather of uh, addle-brained adults, okay? As yes. in that the Heaven's Gate situation. All those people not only were they mature adults, they were very well educated. You know, they they were you know web designers and they had advanced degrees and so forth. So. They went in there with their eyes open. They knew exactly what they were heading into. They let mm-hmm. they they followed a complete fucking madman in uh, in Doe Applewhite, and so they you know they drank the Kool Aid and they they died. You know, there's nothing to me. There's nothing sad about that at all, at all, really. Um, but the ones that I that I will not go down the dark roads are like the you know the Adrenochrome mm-hmm. and Pizzagate and anything oh, that's, yeah. that's 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 preying on kids. Because uh, yes. I, 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 I have two kids, they're my world. I can't deal with that. That's too dark for me. To even, it is. I don't want to. I don't want to see yeah. that because I can't unsee it. So I, so I purposely avoid it. So if that answers your question. Yes, thank you for that. Is illuminating actually because that is what I also find the darkest and creepiest, and know that it would make you a target even for mentioning it. Not that you would back down out of fear for being targeted, for being intimidated or threatened, but. That's a real vein. That is a real issue, and it is sure. so prevalent within politics and within society that it's undeniable. And oh, it's uh, undeniable. I, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And in Hollywood too. I mean, this is like an epicenter of that shit um, mm-hmm. here. It's it's and, and everybody knows it. You know. I mean, the, the take the. I mean, the Weinstein thing. I mean, he wasn't a pedo. Mm-hmm. But everybody knew who he was and what he was. He was doing. a supporter. Everybody shut their mouths. Yeah. Of course, they were enablers. Think, they all do. I think so, there's a very yeah. specific reason why Drew Barrymore entered rehab for cocaine addiction at the age of what, eleven, nine? Yeah, mm. I think. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was that young that, uh, and many other uh, targeted children. And I don't dismiss the stories that they come forth with, because it is no. something that just because it took them a really long time to open up about it. I mean, there's there's so much risk, and it just gets to a point, I think, for some people where it's like, well, this is worth my life 
because people need to hear about it. Even if we can't name names without losing our lives, yeah, they should get that conversation going. And I, I think that they're courageous for doing so, those that are being completely honest and candid. Because it was yeah. traumatic for them to go through it. And there's a real there's a real sex trafficking issue. It's a problem. It It's a reality. And sure. the more that people, you know, put their head in the sand and turn the other cheek, the, you know, the more exacerbated it becomes and the more prevalent that it flourishes. Yeah. Absolutely. And people and the ones that are really, um, you know, again, kind of enablers are those who refuse to put their feet down yeah. and come out. Acknowledge you know, <laughs> Right. The, like these people that are letting these map assholes get away with, you know, normalizing this shit, you know, minor attracted person. Don't call him a pedo. You know, that's the first thing they do as in mm-hmm. cults, change the vocabulary, change mm-hmm. it something else, you know, give it a, give it a, a spray paint it with something else so that the mouth breathers don't understand what we're really talking about here. And those guys need to be prosecuted and persecuted to the fullest extent of everyone's ability because they Absolutely. are scum, you know. Mm. And, and people that allow them to say what they say without calling them on it, big mistake, big mistake. I, uh, oh, sorry, what were we going to say, Lavish? Hmm? No, no, I was going to agree. I was just saying, absolutely. Uh, Sir Bemrose from the chats. <laughs> he has- hey, Sir Bemrose, how are you? I'm not in the chat, like I said, because I can't multitask. I can barely talk. Yeah. No, it's, but, uh, it's hello, a fast-flowing chat, too, so <laughs> thank yeah, you. That's fun. <laughs> he, 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 had but, a, he had a good one. Uh, cults that prey on kids, dot, 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 dot. Larry has never gone after a teacher's union. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely calling you out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you're right. In true Bemrose uh, fashion. (laughs) That's true. He's right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Man, we got a good story on a school board that we get. uh, We should probably bring it up after the intermission because it might be a bit of a dive. I'll I'll bring that up when I I get it. But we've we've got a fun story on a. Communists infiltrating the school board and sabotaging. Uh, yes. Yeah, sure. So, well, let me. Uh, this next clip uh, goes out to a very special death cult in my heart. This is. This one goes out to all the Democrats out there. Claim authority. It can come from a divine source. Your Bible clearly states that I am the Messiah. Bogus scientific research. Scientific studies prove. My techniques work. Or special knowledge. I am the enlightened master of the universe. Make up stories about yourself to boost your importance. I invented air. I have special access to the aliens. But don't be stupid about it. Start slowly. A good con man takes a little bit of truth and a lot of lies and pulls the wool over the eyes of the ignorant. Right over the eyes. Yeah. But don't be mm-hmm. stupid. Just do what we say. That's right. You questions. are who we tell you you are. That's yeah. what the real surrendering of the ego is. And their agenda is to reinvent you and mold you into exactly what they need you to be. Yeah. I, I do really yeah. appreciate that line. We invented air. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can hear you can hear how amused they are when they say it too. Like, oh, yeah. They can't even take that seriously. You can just yeah. hear it. They're laughing and smiling like, yes, we invented air, and you're going to breathe it every day. 
we're gonna <laughs> give it to you. But yeah, I mean, just the just the whole concept of inventing whatever science you need to stay on top to prove that you're right, to prove that you are, uh, you know, are you, to prove that you should be the ones in charge. Yeah, but obviously they've they've really honed their craft, haven't they? Because you know, the droves, the millions and tens of millions that have bought into this shit. And I consider our cult members at this point. It's really mind-blowing. When has this happened before? I can't it's think brilliant. Of it's, it's a science that's obviously been developed and has taken a new turn since the end of the World War, the Second World War, I think, with the, yeah. the, the stuff that was developed by Nazis and by everybody around that time and just the, the school of thought concerning marketing and public relations. It's yeah. been so high, uh, so honed and fine-tuned over the years now. At the end, with the internet, the internet is still such an unwieldy weapon that I think people really don't fully grasp. You know, just how different things are now that we have instantaneous communication and and what what a game changer that is. You know, what a unique yeah. thing that is for people to have in the history of mankind. Um, yeah, every day is a new. New discovery with this shit, man. <laughs> That's why they, they get to blitz us. Like you say, they they don't give us time to think. You just right. Last and instituting it's it's true, lavish and instituting social media and that the way that they have and um, the devices that they gave us to consistently access that and the twenty four seven news cycle. I mean, it all culminates. It's it's all on the agenda timeline. And, uh, yeah, they were very careful in their planning of all of that. I'm certain of that. Mm-hmm. It's very MK Ultra. It's very brainwashy. It's very Satan-y. <laughs> it's pretty Satan-y. It's pretty Satan-y. It's, that is very it's, Satan-y. It's, it's blatant. And it's very effective. Indeed. Yeah. I, uh, I actually got a – it's a sh- really short ISO, but this is a throwback. It's one of my favorite ones I've ever found. This is Ethan Klein of H3H3. The CDC is like this whole governmental body with scientists and shit that just tell us what to do. You don't have to think about it, dude. You don't. You don't have to think about it, dude. No. <laughs> um, all right. I don't want to I don't want to take up the the whole night, so I'm going to blast through these last couple of clips that I got here real fast and uh <laughs> and uh yeah. This is uh this is all about chanting and uh, no justice, no peace. Induce trance states and self-hypnosis by practicing thought-stopping rituals and repetitive acts like dancing, spinning, singing. We love the leader, the leader is love. When I'm not with him, I feel like a schlub. We love the leader, the leader is love. When I'm not with him, I feel like a schlub. Over breathing. Chanting. Stamp out doubt. 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 Practice prolonged hours of meditation. In these trance states, they are more receptive and suggestible. Revert them back to childhood dependence and mindless obedience. Now, I will say the breath comment that they made towards the beginning of that one did make me think more so of the I can't breathe from the George uh, well, fuck, I can't even. Oh, that's a remember. great correlation. Yeah, the George Eric Floyd. Garner. Yeah, Eric Carter. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, I thought the most, I mean, it's, by the way, these clips are fantastic that you've assembled here. Wow, I'm really impressed. And in that, in that last uh, flurry, I, I think the uh, the most uh, telling phrases are when, he, when the guy says, revert back to childhood dependence and simplicity, something, something like that, okay? And in, in all the cults that I look at, the people, there's a common thread that runs through all of them. And that is the people that are cult fodder have almost, to a man and a woman, horribly fucked up childhoods, and they're looking for mommy and daddy. And that's what mm-hmm. they get from the cult. And so they can they can once again be children, relive that. That's that's what it's about. You know, that's the lever that that, that operates the machine. Sure. Wow. Welcome to the machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mommy and daddy issues. Isn't that the core oh, yeah. of so many things? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no no question. Mm. And it's almost sort of like a I don't know if it's inappropriate or um uh, uh, I guess uh sort of tactless to say is that maybe something that is transmitted like a like a virus? You know, something that might be generational. It's that's shared shared downwards. What? That idea you... of, like just coming from a broken family and it you know, then tail spins your life to. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of the into gang mentality. It fuels gang mentality. It fuels the need for um, a an adopted family. Oh, for you know susceptibility of the mind, just just mm-hmm. being gullible yeah. or being I don't know something, whatever you want to call it. Well, if you want to wind it back to the Marxist agenda, I mean, they hate nothing more than the nuclear family. They they want them destroyed. The states, the state is your family. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think probably since the what the maybe the maybe the mid sixties, you know, the, the whole idea of, of solid families of, of uh, marriages were just dismissed and people were encouraged to uh, not honor their commitments and just fuck around indiscriminately. And so it's kind of worked out pretty well, right? Mm. As they say, the the nation comes from the the family. Uh, I, yeah. I think that's what they meant to say, man. The nation comes from the family. Without the family, there's no right backbone to anything. No, and they've pretty well, you know, destroyed. They've, they've certainly tried to make it uncool, and that's been going on forever. You well, know, just think of in the early in the you know in the early days of television, right? I mean, uh, you know, families were the norm. And and dad, dad was dad was okay, you know. Whether it was uh, I don't know, Ozzy and Harriet or Andy Griffith, pick whoever it is. And then somewhere, somewhere, I guess in the in the seventies or eighties, dad became a fucking idiot, mm. <laughs> right? He's he's this he's this fucking jackhole that sits on this couch scratching his beer belly all day long. Yeah, you just know, a bumbling fool, bumbling, bumbling fool, fool that has no wisdom. Is, Mom is hip slick and cool and trim, and she's she brings yeah. home the bucks, and he's just sitting there dribbling on himself when she comes home, <laughs> and uh, you know that's that's been the the norm um, for from you know that's but Hollywood's been pumping out that that uh, mantra for decades now. So they yeah. have, and they've continued their emasculation on a nuclear level with all the yeah. gender fluidity ro- bullshit. <laughs> yes, and ironically, the the only exception to dad as asshole rule in the last forty years yeah. was Cosby. 
no, you're right. <laughs> really? He was the only dad who wasn't a fucking idiot in television in decades. America's oh, dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> I, Larry, I got to play you this one for that. God damn. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh man uh all right here we go these are the mm-hmm. last two and um obviously obviously there's nothing wrong with this situation there's nothing wrong with this newfound family there's nothing wrong with the god formerly known as the state it must be something wrong with me isolate them from the rest of the world make them feel part of a special elite group with an important mission Monuments and historical landmarks will someday be erected to commemorate us and our sacrifices. Tighten your group's bond by establishing scapegoats and enemies. Demonize outsiders as less than human, biased, corrupt, or conspiring against the group. Develop an us-versus-them mentality, fighting resistance. Tell them their critical thoughts are evidence that they have committed crimes against the group. Start investigating them and make up crimes. I think I want to leave. You must be insane. Make them feel guilty. We're doing important work here. You expect saving the world is easy? We're all called upon to make some sacrifices for the cause. Just when things get tough, you want to give up. You're weak. Do you want to move forward toward freedom and enlightenment? Or do you want to fall back into your old dirty ways? What's more important, our mission? Our family? Eternal salvation? Or your petty grievances? You're being negative. Ignorant. Selfish. And sinful. Our leader is flawless. The doctrine is flawless. There must be something wrong with you. There must be something wrong with you. There must be something wrong with you. There must be something wrong with me. There must be something wrong with me. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Indoctrinate with fear. Tell them that they could be possessed by evil spirits or suggest that if they should ever leave, something bad could happen to them. I'm just warning you that without us, you're liable to get into a bad accident, get sick, or even die. It's too much. And yeah, step right this way into your first audit. Welcome to the Church of Scientology. Could have been a promo for Scientology, 100%. Crazy. Absolute insanity. But it works. It's They're my favorites. Too. If I was going to be a cult, a cultist, I would probably go to the Scientologists. Yeah. A, they'd get me work, and B, uh, aliens coming out of volcanoes. That's kind of, yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's cool. And That's doesn't everybody? Cool... Yes. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't everybody want to sign yet. a billion-year contract for your soul? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yet. What, Larry? There was a great uh, writer named uh, uh, Harlan Ellison. And, oh uh, yeah. Carlin Olsen, heard of this yeah. guy. Yeah, he he um he successfully sued Universal Pictures and Jim Cameron because they ripped him off for uh, Terminator. It was originally a Twilight Zone episode or Outer Limits, I think, that he had written. Outer Limits, yeah, yeah. And it was you know just chunks of it were lifted. And he was a very ballsy guy, you know. He didn't he didn't back down and so forth. And so no, he's he a always, son of a bitch. He was a fascinating guy. Always, you know, if he was like, uh, you know, on the radio or something, always make a point to listen to him because he was, he was, he was a very interesting guy. And he told this great story one night I heard on some late night radio show. Um, he, you know, he's he was an older guy. He's dead quite a while now. Mm. And he was at a party in Hollywood with L. Ron Hubbard. 
And he said it was a pretty wild party. Everybody was, uh, you know, token up and loaded and a lot of loose women and so forth. And it was chugging along mm-hmm. pretty good. And then when it sort of wound down, everybody started talking about their, you know, five-year plans or whatever. And he, he swore that Hubbard said, I'm going to start a bullshit religion and I'm going to get sick fucking rich. <laughs> and he did. That's exactly so, what he did. Yeah. Smashing the successfully. L. Ron Hubbard had an incredible life. Uh, he did. I, the last, like, 15 years of his life, he was... Well, for the last nine of those last 15 years, I think he was at sea. Mm-hmm. He had a ship and he had his followers. He had a small yacht. And he was like in trouble with so many different governments that he was just fucking at sea, running around yeah. the world, escaping oh, yeah. whoever he was running from. Yeah, his whole shtick is a paranaval thing. You know, chicks in uh, crisp white shirts and you know, blue brogies and little epaulets on their shoulders and stuff and the Sea Org and everything. Yeah. When, I, when, I, when I first got to L.A., I was walking down the Hollywood Boulevard, and and one of their they 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 all they have tremendous real estate holdings in Southern California. I mean, they own a fuck ton of square footage in this region, and so there was this big old bank building, you know, the type of the you know concrete columns that look very Greco-Roman type thing, and the big you know whatever. Uh, clearly, it, it had been you know Bank of America or Wells Fargo or something, and now it was a, yeah. uh, a it was the it was a Scientology welcoming center and museum, right? And I thought, oh, I got to get an eyeful of this. And so you'd walk in, and there were all these glass panels, like uh, you know ads at the airport, and you would push a button, and the thing would come alive, and it would tell you about Scientology and Ron and so on and so forth. And I remember laughing my ass off, and I got the, there were about a dozen of them. When I got to the final one, there was L. Ron in his skipper's hat and, you know, at the wheel of his yacht. And, <laughs> and it says, you know, ba 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 success, all of all the hot points on his, on his resume. And then it said, and on the evening of, you know, October 9th, 19, whatever the hell it was, 87 or something, Mr. Hubbard left the planet. <laughs> okay. Okay, good for him. (laughs) He left the planet. Yeah, he did it. He did it. He did it. He has transcended mortality. Don't you want to jump on board and achieve the same results? You know, he was real. He also had another checkered uh, thing with uh, Jack uh, Parsons, who was one of the founders of JPL, and they were sacrificing virgins up in the high desert. Uh, you know, wild shit. They they get high on acid, and they, they actually they never allegedly never really killed anybody, but they were contemplating it because <laughs> so so they could conjure demons. Yes, <laughs> both of them are students of uh, Aleister Crowley. Mm-hmm. Big time. Yeah. Big so everybody's time. a secret Crowley fan. Big yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know, I I was uh I was in Los Angeles one time. And uh, I, I had been walking back from a bar or something, and I passed one of the churches there. And, you know, there must have been some sort of group activity that had just finished because there was rides outside uh, of the building waiting to pick up people, a large congregation of folks standing outside. And I just remembered seeing this one woman standing out there sort of off to the side uh, by herself and she had to been one of the saddest people. And I've, I've been around, I've, I've been through a lot of the United States and I've seen a lot of the 
sort of seedier side of places and, you know, just a lot of transient folks. But, man, this woman had to have been one of the saddest people. Just, like, downright brokenhearted. It's, it's really... It's hard to describe, De- but... Uh, dejected. Yeah, dejected. Disheartened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, those people are legion in uh, mm. in Los Angeles. Really Downtrodden. Are. It is the boulevard. boulevards of broken dreams. It's no exaggeration. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Giving rise to Skid Row. stream drop. Yeah, I'm trying to get reconnected. Uh, we got to fix that off. I don't, the, I don't know how to fix engine. it. I don't we, know how to fix it. We got to call them or something. We got to... Email him. Yeah. Uh, all right, here we go. Sorry about that, folks. I, I As soon as I can figure out how to actually turn the volume down, maybe I'll just pull everything and I'll re, uh, readjust the volume on everything um, on the actual tracks. So my apologies to everybody listening. No uh, worries. Well, yeah, the, the, the music, when the stream drops, I've, I've got uh, some of the music from my dad's bands playing on the stream, and uh, it's just, it's so loud, and I don't know where the actual adjustments for that sort of material is. Oh, adjust our mic gain up. All right. Well, uh, let me um, let me hit y'all with my last and final clip for this segment, and I just wanted to let everyone out there know, I love you. It's that simple. Now, don't you want to become a cult leader? Don't you want devoted followers who leave their families for you, give their money to you, give their bodies to you, give up their lives for you, and will kill for you? I will will die for the cause. I will kill for the cause. I love you. And that's all she wrote. That That's obvious nice. parting message. We love Good you. Stuff. I love you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye now. Sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's what I got for, for cult uh, cult clips. I hope you all appreciated that. I, uh... <laughs> Fantastic. So good. Thank you. Indubitably. Yeah. Yes. Those are, <laughs> that's a winner. That's a winner video. Um, how, uh, how would y'all feel about a screen mail and then we'll take our intermission and come back and, uh, we'll hit, uh, some material Lavish has got and hit some material Quirkus has got. Does that sound good for everybody? Yes. Bring it yes. on. Screen mail's aplenty. Keep calling in. Mm. Uh oh, this, this sounds like it's going to be an official call. Uh, yeah, this is agent 47 of the FBI, uh, female body inspector. Yeah, we were uh, we reread the vial, the labels on the vials we found earlier this week. Uh, are bad. Turns out uh, it's small cocks. That was a superb screen uh, mail. Uh, man, I hate, I, I hate finding vials of small cocks myself. <laughs> I got him too. God damn it. You're done, boy. <laughs> nice. 
well, we'll uh, we'll take our intermission here. We're looking at ten minutes, and then we'll be back for some second second half of show action. Uh, leading Excellent. us leading us into intermission. I'm so happy I found this track. It's an absolute banger. We got ourselves Los uh, Los Sundayers Eterno Dominio. Did I say that right? Dominio. I'm totally wasted. All right, then let's get wasted. Alive! 
That's from the live album. phone in McDonald's Sprite and that motherfucker started charging.
now return to Behind the Schemes. Starring Uberry, 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 and Lavish, 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 Lavish. Welcome back to the second, second half of show for Behind the Schemes. This is episode 72, and we're joined by Larry Blindner of That Larry hey, Show. I'm back. And welcome back. Thank you. Did welcome I miss anything? Back. I'm sorry. No, oh, that was uh, perfect was timing. On time. Okay, good. Good. Perfectly on time. Professional. All right. Thank you. Cool. Yeah, we got to <laughs> update that little, uh, what would you call that, lavish, that little, uh, that last little blurb that you made? Or that we found on the internet. <laughs> oh, the thing, yeah, you know. Yeah, we have to update that. we got to get Quirk S in there. And we will. So, Lavish, yeah. earlier I heard you say that you thought if you were a Scientologist, they could get you work. Are you in the, the entertainment business? I used to be. Uh, oh, really? I used, yeah, I used to be pretty serious into the uh, theater and the, the film world. Oh, cool. And... Uh, I at one point really wanted to pursue a career in that, and I got so far as to get a film into the Cannes Film Festival. Nice. And, um, but uh, I, I became disillusioned with it. You brought you brought up uh, Mr. Weinstein. I mm-hmm. I met Harvey Weinstein one time. Oh boy! And it wasn't a good impression he left on me. So um, <laughs> yeah. I and that, I had a lot of sort of experiences like that. So I. I, I I ended up getting out of it, um, yeah. just because it wasn't for me ultimately. But but uh, Scientology, man, they got they they crush it. They give people so much work in that True. industry Absolutely. if you get through. They like the, the lady who starred in that uh, the Handmaid's Tale, the Handmaid's Tale. Um, mm-hmm. She's a Scientologist. Um, Beck is a Scientologist. Beck is <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh man. Yeah, and uh, so is Giovanni Rabisi, and a host of others. Kirstie Alley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's culty. <laughs> it's a little culty, or it's it's a lot culty. Yeah, but they got money. They got the flow. They sure uh, do. They got the right clientele to sign up. Who was it's that skater turned actor? Jason Lee. Who was, in, was Jason in, Lee? Yeah, it was in a lot of those uh, Kevin Smith Kevin Smith films. He's Don't in say it. damn near everyone. Yeah, and, and my name is Earl. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's one too? Oh, yeah. You're, sh- you're shitting me. Not yeah. him. Oh. Once a great skateboarder. Yeah, yeah. Probably <laughs> still a good skateboarder. Yeah. Well, Some of the best and brightest succumbed. <laughs> totally and completely succumbed. They bowed down. Yeah. We, uh, holy shit. <laughs> we have so many fucking voicemails. <laughs> let's play some. Yes. Yes, really? yes this play, is great news. This let's, is, let's play a bunch. Roll out those scream mails. Hands down the most that we've ever had in one night. And this next one that we're about to play is exactly <laughs> oh, yeah. 33 seconds long. <laughs> nice. Yes. Behind the schemes. Ooh. It's a show for deep divers and combo drivers. With Booberry, Lavish, and Quirkess. How you doing today? <laughs> Got Larry Blinder on tonight. Oh, he's the master, the Sifu of the Take No Shit Dojo. Yes. Larry, you can tell those commies, literally, tell those commies to take a step back, 
and fuck their own face. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Speaking of Tom Cruise, that's... Uh, collar. That's offensive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, collar. Oh man, that was great. That's great. It's fucking nice. beautiful. Fucking beautiful. Even the train's going nuts. Is it, yeah, is that the uh, the what do you guess? Uh, that Dvorak train going by? How many cars uh, on that thing? I can't see. It's too <laughs> many, man. Cars. It's usually the Canadian Pacific that's blaring through. I can mute it if you want me to, but no, I, I, I like it. Nice. It adds yeah. character. <laughs> so where are you located, Quirkus? I'm actually in yeah land of the ever bureaucratic Mayo Clinic. Kill me now in Rochester, Minnesota, but I've only been here like 14 years of my life. Um, I'm originally from Chicagoland, and I was raised in Chicagoland, so I have to say Chicagoland, Larry, because if you say Chicago, it's false. (laughs) I wasn't raised in the city. It was in the suburbs. Yeah, so yeah, Um, all various suburbs of Chicago. I don't miss it. I got to tell you the diversity I miss, but... That's a lot more information than you asked for. So. No, it's, uh, it's a. I like to kind way. of figure where everybody is. So now I know. Buckeye State to uh, San Francisco mm-hmm. to uh, Minnesota nuts. Minnesota, they said. Minnesota, yeah, oofta for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Nice. The land of yeti human hybrids, as I say. They're oh, so yeah. acclimated, their brains are frozen. And it's only going to get colder. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know how you do it. I can't take cold anymore, man. No, it's no, cold. I know. I want out. I want out. What's your ideal um, anywhere on the planet that you could go? I, I really do like to ask this question because it does change with age and yeah. knowledge. Yeah. What would be well, the ideal place for you to settle on the planet from everything that you've learned about different regions of the, of the world? It would be... Uh, Right here in uh, Los right Angeles, here. but before, ah, the commies, yes. before the commies took over. We I mean, still got the best <laughs> weather on Earth. I mean, no, nothing can be better yeah. here. And then, and there's a lot of, uh, you know, before the, the um, junkies and crackheads and stuff took over. But the scenery's pretty damn good. And, uh, you know, and you, you mentioned diversity. I mean, you get a meal of any, anything you want to eat in the world. Or, you know, it's just everything you want is here. And it doesn't have the, uh, you know, I grew up in New York. And New York is very congested dirty uh so it you have everything new york has but without the warts of of those two oppressive elements the, the dirt and the uh, and the congestion so mm. with great weather so but it's over the commies killed california so yes they have they have yeah yeah this place is is really terrifying i, I took the uh, train to the airport on tuesday midday and I went from the whole line all the way from the East Bay through the city all the way to the airport. It's about a two-hour line. And I didn't see anybody. <laughs> it was wow. the middle of the day. The well, I saw that video a couple of days ago of Union Square. Was it Louis Vuitton? They just looted the shit out of it? I mean. Oh, yeah. Holy crap. Wow. Yeah. A lot of vandalism going on. A lot of a lot of sh- store knocking. Yeah. Now, London San Francisco. Yeah. fix everything. Fix What's it? London Breed will fix everything. She'll fix it all. <laughs> you know, every time, every mayor we have, and it's it's the double, it's the one-two punch of San Francisco and Oakland, and yeah. both of them just have worse after worse after worse mayor. 
Yeah. You didn't think you could get worse than Newsom, and then you get London Breed. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's that's a good time. It's fun. It's a fun time. It's like I feel like I'm at the Alamo, Larry. You are. Feel, we are. You know, we we are. Yeah. We're at the Alamo. Yeah. We're holding this place down. It's true. It's a good but analogy. I, it's overwhelming. Yeah. Yep. Well. Yeah. Maybe maybe this will cure your woes, lavish, and uh, we'll do. Mm-hmm. How about we'll do? Uh, let's do. I got one long one, then we can do two shorties after that for uh, voicemails, and we'll uh, continue on to your clips. How's that sound? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I, we we will need more uh, voicemails. All right. Hey, this is Derek from Medlam Pro LLC Incorporated dot com. I'm calling about some medical debt that your group has incurred over the past several years, and Uh-oh. it's like majorly harsh in my vibe. So uh, just taking a look at the list, I do see a triple mastectomy and a deluxe penile enlargement (laughs) package for a Mr. Boo Barry. Uh, I'm also showing that a Mr. Lavash looks like he has 14 colonoscopies with prostate examinations. Now, I do see... That he does Serious not concern. have the anesthesia with those. So it saves a little bit of money there. Uh, additionally, Miss <laughs> Quirkess, uh, you do have five years of contact prescription lenses for both your third eye and your brown eye that you've not paid. <laughs> <laughs> I would hate to see like those super good, juicy donations go from behind the shim shams to like, Medlum Pro LLC Incorporated dot com, or maybe even like <laughs> redirect your juicy sats over to us. Give me a call. Juicy back. sats. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to make sure that uh, we get onto their uh, oh, do not call you. list. <laughs> yeah. But it is a good reminder to go get your colonoscopy uh, if you haven't do- had it done recently. You really do that shit awake? <laughs> Fourteen times. Damn, son. It's the anesthesia oh, that gets you, man. Yeah. Makes you feel like shit afterward. I just well, keep look, getting took, better. It peeled 20 years of Joey's life. He came out of the haze and declared he was looking forward to his 58th birthday. Did you see that clip? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I don't think he was. My wife goes, is he being smart? I said, no. If he was being a wise ass, he'd say, I'm looking forward to my 18th birthday or 28th, not 58. He just, he just lost count. <laughs> He just got confused again. Uh, oh, man. I'm so glad that you brought up that man because we may bring him up a little later. Um, if yeah. we, Or we could listen to another voicemail. Yeah, let me let me just uh, get these next uh, this next one in because I want to make sure that we get to everybody for tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Back and to the left. 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 Caller, are you sure that you're not in a cult right now? (laughs) If you are, blink twice. (laughs) Yeah. Let us know. (laughs) Is that a Seinfeld reference? That was a mantra. They were making that a mantra. Back into the left. They're That's programming a us. Reference. Ah, thank you. Yes. The magic bullet. Oh God. Oh, okay. Lord, uh, <laughs> Kevin Costner. Remember that one? That was, yeah. that was a weird one. That will be in our. Uh, that will be in our uh, dream mares tonight. You know it. Oh gosh. <laughs> that cadence that they delivered it. Oh. 
Kevin Costner, stay the hell out of my dreams tonight. Scream worthy tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. Well, uh, Lavish, what what you got here for some clippage? Oh, I I just found uh, a nice little brief little tray of delights uh, that you might enjoy. Uh, Mm. There's just uh, our our good joke and vice joke. Uh, they they say things. They say funny things, and I laugh at the things they say, and then I clip some of the funny things they say. Um, and we brought up Sleepy Joe before, and uh, I figure why not just I don't know. I this is it may be base of me. Maybe this is even harsh, but I just love laughing at these people. Could you play? Uh, please play Joe. Great job. Yes, yes, I can. We've gone from an economy that was shut down to an economy that's leading the world in economic growth. We've gone from small businesses being shuttered to a record number of new small businesses starting up. And we've gone from a devastating job destruction to record new job creation. I know for a lot of Americans, things are still very hard, very hard. But if you look at all the facts, all the facts, you can only come to one conclusion. We've made enormous progress in this country. There you go. So we know things are hard, and we know everything sucks, but on the bright side, look how much we've accomplished. And my patience is wearing thin. (laughs) No questions. Goodbye. Uh, Joey. uh, So I I started with that one because that one at least has a high-quality... Is, is an high-quality uh, audio clip, as, as you probably well know if you've ever sat, unfortunately, through anything that man has said. They, they make the quality, uh, you know, so bad that I think it, it's a dissuasion tactic. That, mm. You know, you just want to make it so unbearable to listen to that nobody actually listens to this this crazy man who says all this crazy, crazy shit. Uh, please play the next Joe clip, Mr. Booberry. Served in the Army Air Corps during World War II, Ambassador Donald Lincoln. Yeah, maybe. Can you hear that? His birthday is today. Happy birthday. Thank you for your service to our country. And I just want to tell you, I know you're a little younger than I am. But, uh, you know, I've adopted the attitude of the great Negro at the time, the picture of the Negro League went on to become a great picture in pros in Major League Baseball after Jackie Robinson. His name was Satchel Page. Satchel Page, on his 47th birthday, pitched a win against Chicago. <laughs> It's it's difficult to hear, but he says um, he says the great Negro, <laughs> and then he corrects himself and he says the great pitcher in the Negro League. Um, <laughs> but first he said, <laughs> "Sorry, I learned a lot about roaches that year." <laughs> okay, so yeah, this is roaches guy. Which is the this is the worst thing? It's still the worst thing he's ever said to me, and and he said it right before the election. And it should, 
For anyone else, that should have ruined anyone's election, but for him, he just got to pass. Called them roaches, but... Oh, my God. So he literally says, calls someone a Negro in this in this uh, speech that he's given. Ooh, boy. Oh, boy. Sorry. Patience wearing thin? Oh. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I'm sorry. How's that, how's that patience coming along? Fewer. Not more. Fewer. Yeah. 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 Well, I... I, oh, sorry. That's, that's too close to Fuhrer, don't you think? Well, that's <laughs> that's that's how I know how to find I that think clip. About it, yeah. Biden Fuhrer. 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 <laughs> He's no. furiously all about the Fuhrer. <laughs> I I would be remiss if we didn't have Larry on and I didn't play some clips just just to see him get maybe a little irate. Just because that's that seems to be the we all love it. We all love it when you get angry, Larry. Let's be real. So um, I, I'm going to take it an even step further here. This is this is not Joe. This is even worse than Joe. Uh, please play. Here's the truth. Here's the truth. COVID-19 did not invent health disparities. Just ask any healthcare professional and she will tell you. Oh, <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah. Just it. ask any it. professional. They'll all say the same thing. And especially she'll those she'll tell you. under our belt. The vast majority of scientists agree. Two out of three doctors. That's <laughs> yeah, just funny. It's it's just it's just a clown world. It really is. You couldn't you couldn't make this shit up. You really couldn't. But you can't is. make this shit up. I think that's why yeah. SNL isn't funny anymore. Well. Oh. Yeah, it's yeah. utterly dystopian. I mean, if you if you were to fictionalize it, it's just it's yeah, absurd. Obviously. Though it's yeah. dystopian, but it's also just so bizarre. Yeah. Um, please play job well done. Oh. And as a result of all of that work today, as Dr. Murthy, Dr. Padilla have discussed, as a result of all that work today, we have effectively closed the gap in vaccination rates among Black and Brown adults. There's more work to be done. But I believe we are headed in the right direction. Thank you. Does she just cold clock him and walk out? Cold clock, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Blast out of the room. Yeah. It was very well done. I couldn't have done it better myself. Yeah. Frola Kamala. Yeah, well, you know, something interesting with this happened. Excuse me, yesterday, and I didn't, um, I didn't see any play on it. Maybe it was suppressed. Well, the media wouldn't do that, would they? I saw a blurb on uh, Yahoo, which I never look at, but it somehow, you know, sometimes it just shit like that pops up on your screen. And it was a story that Joey had just uh, allocated ten billion, who were handed ten billion to Pfizer and I guess Merck for their therapeutic pills, right? And mm. the, the headline read something like, uh, you know, Biden uh, you know, throws up his hands because of the unvaccinated and, and, uh, and you know, uh, allocates money, $10 billion to uh, therapeutics. Of course, the, then two paragraphs into the story, they bury the lead and they say, um, it, not only is that for the unvaccinated, but because there are so many vaccinated people in hospitals very sick, <laughs> he's doing it as well. So... 
to me, it was like, when I saw that, I said, it's over. And he just, they just admitted with their checkbook that these vaccines are widely less effective than they had claimed. And now they have to fall back on what, you know, India and Japan and all these other countries did that dug themselves out of the hole, which was some form of therapeutic, whether it was ivermectin, you know, what, what's, uh, what is Curry calling it? Uh, Mercamectin or Pfizer-mectin? Pfizer-mectin, yeah. Pfizer-mectin, you know, that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. The lie, the, the center could not hold of the big lie. And I, when I saw that, I said, well, fuck, this is it. It's now imploding. But I'm like the only person that saw that. I'm wondering if I dreamed it or something. <laughs> Have and that's uh, you feel so all the time. You you feel like you're going nuts, like you're dreaming. Yeah, shit. I do. Dream within yeah. a dream within a dream. What is yeah. real? They should have went with Pfizer horse paste. <laughs> well, I always love that when you think that the guy that does run Pfizer is a fucking veterinarian. He's one to throw shit at horse paste. Really? <laughs> that's okay. too ironic. <laughs> too ironic, but true. It's yeah. almost an insult. It, it seems like it an is. insult. Like you're it a veterinarian, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so. What an evil, evil. The the largest criminal fine ever paid in history. Um, yeah. Beautiful. I I don't want to I don't want to go too far down this trail, but I will highly recommend that Dope Six series that Adam Curry was talking about. It is well worth a watch. Well worth it. Anybody's got I'm Hulu? Sure Oh, dude, it is. And, uh, yeah. I mean, what's it called? Uh, Dope Sick with um, Dope Michael Sick. Keaton. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and the, the guy who looks like um, uh, Sid from Toy Story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that that's a recent development? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. How many seasons? Just the first season, then? Uh, it's a mini series, eight episodes, I want to say. It's all about. Okay. Uh, uh oh my God! What's the name of the company? Sackler Family. They Sackler ran Family. Purdue Pharma. Uh, it deals primarily with the rollout of Oxy throughout the Appalachians, uh, which you know I I never had any family members that I'm aware of that struggled with that. Uh, I mean, <laughs> poison essentially. But uh, you know, I got a lot of family that runs back through those the the mountains of West Virginia and, and Virginia and whatnot and it's it's a really tragic story. Yeah. Yeah. And they said that for the first time ever um opioid overdoses topped a hundred thousand in the past year, which is pretty scary. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. We we did an episode not too long ago on the yeah, 30% increase in opioid deaths and uh, Johnson and Johnson and a couple other companies just had a major settlement, which hmm. is in the billions of dollars, but it doesn't really cost them anything. They make it back in a matter of months. Um, oh, it's nothing. They can yeah. never get tried again. You know, no one can no. ever and sue again, them again. Immunity. Yeah. Mm, that's a good point. It's uh it's a really tragic situation where they've got, they've got, the, you know, the government in their pockets. They have so much money to throw around. Totally. Correct. Uh, well, as far as they're concerned, they own this planet. It doesn't <laughs> right. belong to anybody, but the way that they see it, I mean, they are the mega conglomerate. They are mm-hmm. the mega. Well, they're birthed out of, I and think, the, the other industries that are the mega ones, like oil and banking. Yeah, I mean, Bayer is, is all Rockefeller and Pfizer. Is, you know, it's it's all part of that club. It's a tight knit group up there. Petrol medicine. Club? 
And you ain't in it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's, you know, I just had some dumb uh, Biden and Kamala clips. I didn't really. Those are great. Uh, they're just I I got more but I just hate listening to them I don't even know why I pulled them I just I, <laughs> like I said I fell well, trapped I to my own thing because <laughs> they're relevant it, you know it affects people they're parroting all that bullshit I mean just they're puppets trying. just going right along with it so it's I important to how dumb how many how much bullshit Biden says and he just everyone's oh. like, whatever sleepy cool, Joe sheepy Joe yeah. Same shit. Yeah. He is, he is the ultimate puppet, too. And he's such an asshole. Like, they've mm-hmm. been showing all these clips of him as a young man. You go back, you see all these clips of him as a young guy, younger guy. Oh, and yeah, the shit that he man, spouts off. Jesus. He's such fuck. a fucking pissant douchebag. Like, everything about him just he is is. oozing grease. Narcissism. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Here's, well, you know, he's a, he's a textbook uh, example of a. You know, a lifetime career politician. Guy's never worked a real job in his fucking life. Yeah. Not once, yeah. not for ten seconds. And that's what you get. That's what you, he's you know, he's lived a you know, government rock star existence for half a century. So he thinks he's mm-hmm. king shit. He thinks he's an emperor. Yeah. And who's to say he's not? <laughs> oh, he is now. I mean shit. Yeah. No, because well, he made it to, to, to the top tier of puppetry. Yeah. So top tier Yeah, of puppetry. The top yeah. string. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. And so the question here is whether how we go ahead and do this, what we do. There's no easy answer. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks, I was just looking back. I got a whole Biden playlist. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's a serious question, right? Is it acceptable to me? Come on. Come on, right? man. Come right? On. Come on. This is a serious question, on, right? Man. You tell me. You're doing really well. Come on. You tell me, Joey. (laughs) Sorry, I stepped on y'all. I just can't get enough of the corn pop sequence myself. That's just (laughs) bad, Joey. Peak Joey. That bad. bad (laughs) He was a bad hombre. (laughs) (laughs) He was a bad mother. That's right. <laughs> uh, lavish. I, this last one, we we only have one more. And it's relatively short. You sure you don't? Are you sure you? Don't yeah, sure. We'll play one more. It's a Kamala Harris clip. Uh, yeah, we'll play the last one. All right. When President Joe Biden and I took office, we knew that Black communities, Brown communities, Native communities, rural communities were hardest hit by COVID nineteen. In fact, three and four vaccine doses that have been administered at community health centers have been administered to people of color. I thought I thought it's still like in the like twenty seven percent of the so called black and brown community that that has 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 been vaccinated. It's the, what she's Those saying is where they're vaccinated. So she's saying that most black and brown people are being vaccinated in I, I forget how she puts it, but like health community centers or something like that hmm. is how she phrases it. And that stuck out to me. Just the the way they frame, like, um, I don't know. They they try to frame the poverty in a certain way, and mm-hmm. it, it seems racist to me. Like it just sounds racist. It the is way that she puts it. You know, it is. Of course, it is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Did you play one more time, Boop? Yeah. When President Joe Biden and I took office, we knew that black communities, brown communities, native communities, rural communities were hardest hit by COVID-19. 
In fact, three in four vaccine doses that have been administered at community health centers have been administered to people of color. It's interesting they throw rural in there. Yeah. Rural, yeah, I thought it was an interesting addition too. Yeah, three out of four people at, who have gotten vaccinated at community centers, which doesn't really seem to correlate. Those are two different data sets, right? You've got, we knew that these communities, and she lists a bunch of different shit. She says black and brown, Indian, and rural. So <laughs> I guess rural is just anybody. If you're 50 miles out of San Francisco, you're included in this demographic. Um, and and all those people, I guess, you got that. And then she says, but then three to four people who've been vaccinated. So it's not about cases. It's not about testing. It's not about symptoms. It's about vaccinations. And it's yep. about whatever data they have that correlates to that, which is probably bogus. Yeah, bunk yeah. data. Most statistics are bullshit. They just make them up as they go along. And it's all pandering. None of it is rooted in any fact. It's all pandering. Mm -hmm. Yep. Her quote going door to door like it's a cup of sugar. Yeah. (laughs) It's mind-blowing. And I think, you know, Adam really hits it well when he keeps... He keeps hammering that accept the vaccine into your life as if it's you know, the Eucharist. And it really is a religion. He's not wrong. Yeah, he's not. There's there's some real um, sad instances of friends that I have around here who, I mean, that's their whole identity now. It's just yes. this thing. It's, yes. it's all they talk about. It's all they care about. It's it's let, yeah. just taking control of their entire lives, and they're different entire people lives. now because of it. And and it's terrifying to watch. Um and it's it didn't happen overnight necessarily. Um, no, and the realization doesn't happen overnight either that this is going on. It's such a slow burn. It is, <sighs> but it is. it's real. And it's I'm sure you get the same thing in L.A., Larry. I'm sure you see. There's oh. probably a lot of people that grandstand about it, and you know, absolutely. I've you know I've had uh, you know the amount of dirty looks. I've, I mean, for the, there was a time in L.A. when they were saying you know everybody. You know, don't leave your house, and if you do, mask up. You know, so right. I refuse to do that. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna mask up when I'm walking down a street and the next outside by yourself, three hundred with your away. family. I'm not, right. I'm not doing that. And you see these people, uh, you know, on their on their bicycles, masked, and uh, um, of course they're driving in the cars alone. I mean, that's just <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's it's the endless. Crazy like, what, thing. What, what are you thinking? Yeah, and. Um, the, the best I saw was actually not in L.A. I was back east uh, last summer, and I saw this dude on a big uh, open console sport fisherman. This thing was this thing was a good thirty three feet with a couple of twin zooks on the ass end, just blasting across salt water, masked alone. <laughs> okay, <laughs> don't you know COVID floats in on the open <laughs> sea air? You know, the fish, the fish, and the seagulls are safe. They really God. are. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's worse shit you can get from them, you know. Yeah, true. True. So it's <laughs> yeah, it's insane. It's it's gone beyond all possible logic. It has. Reason. But, but I but I really think if 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 what I read was kind of correct and it's being suppressed, but that sort of bubbles up, it percolates into the uh, 
you know, the M5M, as they say, you know, that could that could portend <clears throat> this house of cards collapsing. It really could because it's an mm-hmm. admission. It's a fucking admission. Just as anybody who's vaxxed and says I, you need to be vaxxed, well, that's an admission that you don't think the vax works, period. No, no two ways about that. That's all it is. OK. And if you if, if now they're pushing, you know, therapeutics on people that are vaxxed, well, it's it's clear fucking thing doesn't work as they said it would fucking thing sucks <laughs> it doesn't indeed. it doesn't it doesn't <laughs> yeah so uh, by far my uh favorite i guess i don't know if meme would be the correct word but the folks that are getting the pfizer tattoos and their vaccination oh. card tattoos oh my uh, god oh my god there's, there's just something that like really brings it to a whole new level for myself. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's like getting SpongeBob tattooed in your ass cheek or something. It's, like, <laughs> it's a death sentence. Oh, <laughs> oh, Holy shit. Just the imagery. That's what yeah. it feels like. We live in the strangest of times. That's for that's for damn sure. You know, yeah, they're only getting strange. I always say, if I didn't have kids, I'd never stop laughing. I really wouldn't. <laughs> you know, but they're coming to take me away. Ha ha. That's, <laughs> right. That's right. But this is the world they're inheriting, and uh, it's, it's pretty scary. So. Uh. Well, uh, Quirkus, do we uh, want to hit these two clips? Um, the name sounds familiar. Is this a dude that we played uh, on the show before? This is the this is the um, guy that you recommended that I really started getting into. So I have to give you props for that. But his his videos are, uh, I would have to say, increasingly lit and um, yeah, just. Somebody that you watch and have gotten me into, and I appreciate it. Nice. Go for it, because what he's saying is honestly real, and it's it's visceral, and he's feeling it in a way that is, um, I think a lot of us are feeling it. So this, yeah, thank you. This is mm-hmm. a Bjorn Bull Hansen, a hypnotherapist mm-hmm. from, I want to say it was Sweden? Uh, I can't remember specifically. Yeah, and he's out there roughing it. Was there, sorry, was there one that you wanted me to hit first? Um, the slave. All right. What kind of society you have when, when people do not have freedom of choice and when they do not have bodily integrity? There's a word for it. Slavery. Wow. Right pulling. on the pulse. Right <laughs> on the ding, money. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> not pulling any punches. None. Yeah, this, uh, I forget which episode it was, but we went through like a 20-minute video that he did uh, breaking down the way, um, it was along the lines of that mass uh, formation that Adam's been on, um, but this was implementing hypnosis on a mass scale and and utilizing three techniques, which is uh, suggestion, repetition, and emotion to, mm. yeah. I really just kind of cage people inside of their own minds. Um, Let's uh, let's hit this next one. So I'm asking you, will you fight? Will you fight? Maybe you will have to. Oh, goddamn. 
Yeah, he brings it. <laughs> he's he's very introspective and he's eloquent and he gives great thought to what he's mm-hmm. saying to his audience. And he sidesteps in the way that he needs to, but he always alludes to the fact that he has to sidestep certain terms in order not to be banned from right. the YouTubes. So, right. yeah, he continuously brings great content as he's out there and um, teaching people how to survive out in the wild. If you watch his videos, he really is connected in a deep way with nature and he usually brings his dogs, so... Kudos to you for turning me on to him because his videos have been a great respite. Nice. Well, I, uh, you know, I, I should reach out to him and see if uh, maybe we can't get him on the show at some point. Oh, that would be phenomenal. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. I think he would the last thing, The last thing he said did remind me of JCD saying, you know, a lot of people stood up and fought in Russia and they're all dead now. Oh. <laughs> God. <Right. laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Nice little dark humor from JCD. Nice. (laughs) This is where I'd play his flute. (laughs) Or his recorder. I'd start dancing. You know I'm a Some recorder tunes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, it's time. I also have uh, the bit on the the school board, Blueberry. Well, I will say... uh, our anonymous producer did hit me up in the. It was right after intermission. He's got some major updates. Ooh. Oh, does he? Yeah, uh, I mean, it provides a lot of uh, context to some of the stuff that's been going on. Um, so I'm wondering if maybe we shouldn't save it for a later date, just because it's. Uh, it's heavy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Then. And there, there's a handful of links that he's sent to really kind of supplement the material that was already sent. Um, okay. I just want to make sure that we're. Uh, well, just from what we understand so far, just the cliff notes, not to leave everybody hanging, Larry included. Uh, it's just there were a couple spots that opened up on a school board, and some people, the exact amount of people came in to fill those spots. They seem to be in a, a uniform, organized circuit in some sense. And they used uh, Freedom of Information Acts, about $18,000 worth of taxpayers' money in Freedom of Information Acts to find uh, incriminating evidence on parents and um, other people on the school board. Whoa. (laughs) And at times when they uh, send in these uh, uh, Freedom of Information Act requests, they would uh, use fake names. So pretty pretty funky stuff. We've got to look into that. Yeah. I'll actually I'll get that forward to you right now so you can check it out after the show. Mm. Uh, what was sent? But um, man, we got oh, one. Let's two. let's see some voicemails. Yeah, let's uh, we'll, we'll hit them and then we'll wrap it for tonight. Does that sound good for everybody? Cool. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bring it. Uh oh, caller left a blank voicemail. <laughs> caller. Maybe just a little trigger shy. Maybe the next one. <laughs> Let's see what they got. Fuck California and take no shit. (laughs) I'm loving that. (laughs) Nice. Nice tribute to Larry there. (laughs) Thank you, Juanito. Nice. I want to say this one, this color might be a fan favorite, but we'll see. Happy magic bullet day. (laughs) What did she say? Happy what? Magic what? Happy, here, I'll play it again. Oh. Matt, yeah. uh, go back, damn you. 
Happy Magic Bullet Day. Magic Bullet Day. Oh. oh. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Good. Back into the left. Back yes. into the left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Come on up, next caller. Oh, I'm pushing the wrong buttons. There we go. I don't know what the uh, number I just called was, but I'm looking for, uh, I need a, I guess this is Domino's, right? I need a, two of the large pizzas. <laughs> Give me a pepperon, a sausage, and a mushroom, uh, and two of the garlic dipping sauces. Uh, one blue cheese dipping sauce. And uh, let me get uh, one order of the, uh, the cheese, the cheese sticks, the cheesy sticks, you know, the like the things with the cheese on them, and it's like bread with cheese. And, uh... <laughs> oh, no. Uh, oh, there we go. You guys still have the, uh, two-liter Dr. Peppers? Dr. Peppers? Yeah. Hello? <laughs> Hello? 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 Yes. Caller? Your, your order's on the way, sir. Uh. <laughs> on the double, yeah. That was great. I think the uh, I think the web, I think the I think the number that you're looking for you can find at shitmyass.com. I know they're I know they're always calling up Domino's over there. It's uh, abs in a six pack. Yeah, you're ordering all kinds of pizzas from over there. Now, it looks like they actually have a follow up on this next one. This guy's having a party. Uh, there we go. Larry, fucking Larry, huge fan here, man. Love you. Find the schemes is pretty good too. Have you heard that lavish guy? Man, he uh, he can talk. And Blueberry, I like... Okay, here's what I like about Blueberry, all right? Because he's a man after my own heart. You know what I do? I make a joke, and I'm the only one that laughs at it. And Blueberry makes a joke, and he's the only one that laughs at it. So that's why I like Blueberry. And Corkus, <laughs> um, I don't know, boobs, I guess? God. <laughs> That's such eloquence. That's, I've got to ask Booberry. Such I, I eloquence. Think that's part of the. You took your name for the troika of Count Chocula and uh, Frankenberry. Uh, who that's from? Yeah, it was uh, actually Booberry is part of the uh, trio of the Plague Pit, which is the guitar players from my musical. Uh, there are oh. a bunch of time traveling guitar players, and uh, I was explaining this musical to someone I was on tour with back in 2019 and I wrote it down so I could spell it out for him in this mm-hmm. little, uh, you know, I, I keep a journal on me at most times, a little, just a little cool. like uh, paperback or not paperback, a hardbound sort of mm-hmm. thing to take notes in. And this shit just stayed in my pocket for the duration of that tour up until I was on a ladder and got told, Hey, there's a pandemic <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Pretty much everything's shutting down, and I was looking for a username when I hopped into the No Agenda troll room for the first time, and that was uh-huh. sort of the first thing that uh, popped to mind. So I was completely off of that. It's got nothing to do with serial. I mean, <laughs> cool. I am a serial killer. <laughs> yes. To be uh, fair, I thought it was that too, Larry. Did you? Okay. It, I, did. I thought it had to do with serial. Now it, right. it it is a pun. It is no doubt a pun of the cereal, because uh, I am starch and full of artificial coloring. <laughs> <laughs> there, Chris. I laughed at that joke too. Okay. <laughs> I, 
guys. Uh, all right, <laughs> we'll blow through these last couple that we got. Female body inspector. Oh, wow. <laughs> Larry, we've been getting a lot of calls from the FBI, man. Uh, this, uh, it's probably my fault. <laughs> this is this is uh, one that we got not too long ago. Female body inspector. FBI. Mm. <laughs> well, you could infiltrate the FBI because you, you're not a spook, Larry, but I imagine that spooks think you're a spook because of your voice. They, they oh, want to. Yeah. That's a uh, well, that's a, that's a sewer I wouldn't want to climb into, really. Yeah. Uh, um, no. <laughs> Plus, <laughs> I hate the haircuts. And, uh, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> they're, they're lame. They get the fades nowadays. It's pretty weak. Yeah, yeah, totally. And next up, like a good grass and knoll. <laughs> <laughs> We have a lot of short and sweet voicemails tonight. Like, this is a, those are great, man. I love them. We might, we might have some sort of uh, mashup we can do with all of these JFK. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At some point, my plan, Larry, is to... Because usually, you know, we're asking for people to call in and scream, but, you know, realistically, mm-hmm. anything they want to say, it's their platform. And sure. uh, I, I want to make it like a cacophony of screams, like a, a symphony almost. And just mash them all up together, you know? Uh, Got a ton of source material tonight. This is good. Yep. Uh, All right. These are our last three. Last three. Okay. All right. Care what? Meh. Done screaming. But. That's okay. Um, It's good. As far as. uh, Yeah, that goes. Um, Is it really. uh, Is it really everything? I mean, is that what we uh, attach ourselves to, as far as that goes? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it seems like we attach ourselves to a lot of constructs that are generated from the media. Mm-hmm. Uh, and probably if we were isolated in a rural location, we wouldn't care the fuck about any of it. Uh I think that's underrated in today's world where we've got uh, a lot of the people coming out of the higher learning institutions that uh, are indoctrinating them to think that they got to be in a suburban or a maybe a, uh, a city social location. Uh, there's a name for that. There's whatever. Anyways, uh, those people are probably uh, destined to hate their life, I think. Maybe the double-edged sword. I mean, if wokeness is going to rule the day on all of it, uh, definitely uh, they're not going to be happy regardless of what they do. Just because uh, institutions that they came from and learned that, uh, basically push them towards being unhappy and such. Wow. Well, thank you for the very somber call, caller. Yes, I <laughs> I think that was insightful, actually. And it was honest and thoughtful. I think a lot of people are feeling that, even people who weren't completely, um, or who were completely on board 
with the mass psychosis and all mm-hmm. the bullshit that the mainstream media is is really brainwashing and programming people with. More people are waking up. So calls like that are ever so you know they are relevant, they are crucial. Always call in with those thoughts because the more that we talk about it, the more that the seed spreads to critically think, to open your mind, to think for yourself to determine what your rights are, not what they tell you your rights are. It's not up to them. They're just corrupt, fallible, soulless fucks who have too much power. And we, we gave it all to them. So we're going to have to take it back en masse. (laughs) hoo And also, if there are any producers out there, you know, who have prescription medications or magic mushrooms that they want to send us, we will send, set up a P.O. box soon, and you can do that. It seems like you guys got some shit, some good shit. So. <laughs> Allegedly, so legend has it in Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll figure that out. So just hold on to your to your boots. Yeah. Um, there you go. But thank you for the call, caller. Yes. All right. Here's our last yeah, two for tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> very low volume call. Is that? that the inside of somebody's mind? What was that? <laughs> Smooth sailing. All right, last one. Okay. Oh, yeah. Can I get some of that magic bullet whiskey, brother? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> it's just yes. a combo the macho and the Hulk. <laughs> It's a little bit the of Arlie Ermey returns. in there. Just, I thought he'd say, oh. like, hoorah. Hoorah. <laughs> God, we need more guys like him. Yes. Yeah. Damn straight. Hell yes. Well, uh, Larry, I, I, we all want to thank you so much for taking taking oh, your evening, taking yeah. your night to join us. Thank um, you. Hey, thank you. This has been so much fun, guys. Really, yes. I've had a ball. I've had so much fun. Yes. Thanks nice. for having me. Hell yeah. Oh, it's a pleasure. And, uh, it has been an honor, sir. Uh, do come back sometime. Anytime. Anytime. This is great. <laughs> and I want to, and please, uh, next time, make sure you pull the same tarot card for me. I like that. <laughs> King of Swords, stack, the card stack, stack. <laughs> Hey, man, there's only yes. 78 cards. I like those odds. <laughs> is that? I didn't know so many. That's yeah. a lot of cards. Well, and upright, too. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Which so, numerologically boils down to six, yet another multiple of the magical, powerful three. Uh, always. Uh, Larry, you, so you've got Planet Rage and you've got that Larry show. Are there regular times that Planet Rage comes out on Thursdays now, correct? Or, or is that uh, pl- No, Planet Rage, you know, Darren is a, <clears throat> he's a wizard there on the, uh, you know, he's really quick on the draw with uh, everything he does. So Planet Rage, we <clears throat> excuse me, we record that um, Monday mornings, uh, ten o'clock West Coast time, and then God, usually by like shit eleven fifteen, he's he's got it posted, boom, and he he pulls out all of my gibberish and makes me sound good. <laughs> and there's that, and then um, my show I do uh, every <clears throat> excuse me every uh, I always say every Wednesday or thereabouts, and uh, so I usually post like. Uh, you know, either late Wednesday or the small hours of Thursday morning. But however, this one is my uh, Larry's old time Thanksgiving special. 
And I want to get, I'll be sure to have that out earlier on, on Wednesday because people got better things to do on Thursday than listen to me run my mouth. So <laughs> that's yeah. Awesome. Well, Looking I might just listen that. on, th- it's a challenge now. I'm going to listen to Larry on Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> that's easy. <laughs> no problem. Nice. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining us again, sir. And uh, thank yes. you. It was a bl- and that uh, God, who, that mm. thumbnail. Holy shit! Of my mug on the uh, tabloid thing, like the Enquirer. That was just fantastic. What a blast! <laughs> thank you. So, who, who did that? That was just great. Uh, I I did. I uh, we wow. had a we had well, some. Blueberry. He's our artist. Blueberry. He's a resident, was, outstanding Jesus. artist. That was just masterful. Thank you so much. Yes. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like print that out in high res and frame that. that was <laughs> frame that shit, Larry. Frame it. Really, really. That was just such a, such a blast. Thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. It's uh, very flattered. Once, I, once I found that uh, format, it's kind of a recent thing, but it just, it seemed to work because you know, the uh, what? Okay, I can't remember the name of the tabloid that I'm thinking of, but uh, uh, World Weekly News. There's that, yeah, the one that brought us Bat Boy and yeah. the boy that cried rocks. Two of yes. my favorite headlines of all time. Yes, <laughs> I cried boy. rocks. I know I have. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, thank yeah. you, thank you for the the kind words. Uh, I'm glad you appreciate it. It was hella fun to do. <laughs> oh boy, I was dazzled. Very cool. Nice. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, great to meet you, Booberry. Great to meet you, Lavish, and great to meet you. I feel like I should almost call you my quirk, quirkus. It's like, it's like my, <laughs> my highness. Thank you. Oh my! It's sort oh of my. a royal thing. So, uh, wonderful uh, oh no, the all of you. Thing? Yes, and, uh, likewise. The honor is mine. Thank and you for having me. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. It was an excellent time, and you made behind the schemes turn into a fulfillment <laughs> of dreams. <laughs> Good lord! Wow. <laughs> all right hit the music boobs all right have a great thanksgiving guys you too man take care you and too. Uh, enjoy the time with your family you too yeah all right weather God those bless. holidays God bless. All right. adios adios and here's some playout music Larry. Fucking Larry. <laughs> Holy shit balls, Batman. That was... Larry, come to bed now. Nominal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I'm uh, going to that... join his cult someday. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. Sounds pretty legal. Sounds... The, Lutfa, the Lutfa cult is engaged. Very cool. <laughs> Very legal. <laughs> and very non-Satan-y <laughs> Very non-Satan-y indeed Oh shit He's a paragon of light He's a warrior of justice I did forget to mention We've got some very, very, very incredibly exciting news Thanks to the magic That Sir Bemrose has casted Behind the schemes We'll be following None other than No Agenda, Sunday, December 5th. Live. Hell yeah. 
Oh. Catch us. We'll be doing the show live after the Sunday show, December 25th, with no agenda. It should be very, very interesting. December 5th, not 25th. To put it mildly, yes. That's an understatement. Yeah. So December 5th, <laughs> yes. 25th is not, no. I'm busy that day. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's something going on. How about new? You will be there. It's my friend's birthday. My friend, Jesus. Nice. Uh, you know, you can celebrate a birthday any goddamn day. Well, celebrating the night away. Till next time, I'll be Boo Berry, Black Knight of the Mothman. And I have most inevitably been lavish. And I have most indubitably been Quirkus. And I am flying high. And behind the schemes, love is lit. Yes, love is lit. Love and lit. This show is behind the shem schemes. Behind the schemes with threes as ease. Claims so baseless we're mistaken as injustice for all. Badradio.live and leave a stream mail. 612-263-SXXY. And they're running a porn site on our show here. Yeah, it's a nasty scheme. BYO3DG. Gotta have those sexy numbers in there. Wow, hello, Nicole, how you doing? Goodbye, BTS. <laughs> that boy band got no future. This is Behind the Schemes. The esoterica of your dreams. <laughs>